Okay, explain Kanon. to me transferring. <laughs> it's a word that Hideo Kojima made up. He made it up. Okay, he made, he it, made up. it up. It's like transferring, but you can but play a video game far, far, far from away. your console. So like you, over the internet or something? Actually, no, <laughs> no. It's like it's like cloud-based video game saves, but minus the cloud. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's okay, a wire. So it's bones it's wired without wires. <laughs> They're making. They're making Peace Walker for the PlayStation 3. Right. Okay. And you can take your PS3 save and move it over to your PSP. And then you can and then move play it the game of PSP. Back. And then you can move it back. <gasps> that is the innovation. Holy shit. I just like, I, I need to d- dig out my GameCube. This, that's incredible. Yep. Innovation. They didn't have a word for it, though. Right. They no. just called it connectivity. It's connectivity. Yeah. Which was mostly just a pain in the ass. Whatever the hell that yeah. is. Who yep. cares? But Kojima calls it transferring. <sighs> anyway, I made up a video. Well, Tina, and I, I, I have to see it. Tina, and I did a video yesterday. We can all watch it later. Will do. I, I'm really proud of it. I have all this media to consume now because of you guys. You're, it's almost like you're a media company. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah. I, this this was my take on it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay. I did see that. But I was I was disappointed that you did not. <laughs> oh, Christian. <laughs> Oh, I missed it, that. It's gold. You you carried one of those the longest never, time too. Like I you did, actually had yours longer than that I did mine. I used yeah, mine. No, that's what I used mine for. Except yep. it, except it, Nokia was I, paying for it for the longest time, and it was a Texas number. So I hope that roaming came out of their their PR budget <laughs> <laughs> for like awesome. two years. No, I had to pay for mine. <laughs> oh, well, I had Monkey Ball for it. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, did, yeah. did you have Xanadu next? No, oh. no, I did. That was you actually know. that was actually uh, terrible. No, it was one. It was one of the worst fucking games I ever played. It, it really. could have been good, except it was technically so bad. No, it, it, that that is a game that had literally like four polygons for your character, yeah. and it was just oh, it was hideous. Was, it was, was. It reminded me of was Virtual Highlight. Yeah. It, it was comparable to that. I actually, I remember I reviewed a game. The, the, I think uh, one of the lowest reviews I've ever given uh, at at One Up was. For Ash, the first-person shooter for for Engage. For oh. Oh, 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 I think Ow. I remember that when I when I, when I took over the mobile section of the site, and that was still one of the first things on there, <laughs> even though it was practically a year later. Are we just uh, are, are, are we, we just, just rambling about old times? Yeah, yeah that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. all the days. Of now Xenu Next was horrific. What was the uh, the it was, it was it a GURPS game that they did this great RPG out of? Um, oh shit! You must know what I'm talking about. What? Uh, the GURPS thing I own. Well, no, the GURPS thing I own. Well, Fallout used to be a GURPS game, but then they yeah, no, no, they not not, that. not that. No, yeah. it was, it but that's that's the thing I always game think based of, on but. this one RPG property, and it was really, really excellent. And I actually heard they had they sold something like twelve copies, <laughs> even though it was in development for like a year. Oh shit! What the hell was that called? It's been so long, and I was never into tabletop stuff. Anyway, I'll that, just call. I'll just say paranoia. Even though that's you can ask Patrick join. He'd be all. But, you know, I'll ask him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You had people had implants, and I don't know. He would know. Shadowrun? No, it wasn't Shadowrun. It was. It was something. No, it the was, real it was, Housewives of Beverly Hills. That was it. Different kind of implants. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, do you remember the Desperate Housewives game? Speaking of E3, that was that was one of my favorites. They, they, um, they had a whole thing set I up for that. It was there essentially was... a really really bad budget version of The Sims. Sims right? Ex- yeah, yeah. Ex- essentially, except you could sleep with your neighbors. So well, it's exactly was, like The Sims. There were... and. Except with preset characters, and there was something like a, a Paris Hilton version, of like Bejeweled or something like that. Wasn't yeah, there? yeah, there was, there was. Yeah, like but they didn't was... have their own kiosk, did they? I never no, saw they, that one. I, I don't think they had a kiosk. I think simply she showed up and they like had the backdrop with the game's logo and like, look, photo opportunity, like Paris Hilton at E3. You're like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I this year it's going to be Perez Hilton. 
going to be amazing. <laughs> Does he get his own game? He's like, I'm going to write a blog about <laughs> that, that. That'd be perfect, actually. It's For like Pokemon. Hilton story. You collect celebrities and train them and battle them. You can train them to uh, to write for TMZ, but if you uh, if you do a bad job, then they develop TMJ and can no longer speak ever. What is TMJ? It's a jaw issue. Oh, okay. I've heard oh, that before, right. but yeah, that was a little. I don't think that'll make a very that was a good little game. Obscure. Yeah, that would that would go well with the Grey's Anatomy video game, though. You can cure their. <laughs> TMJ. Oh, right. You have a girlfriend, so you have to watch Grey's Anatomy. Is that how it works? Yeah, it is, actually. Is it? Uh, mine has not inflicted that upon you know, me. Problem too. I have an ex who made me watch that shit. We, but. And it is a problem. We watched like maybe the first two seasons, and even my wife, who actually likes Dr. Strange, she's like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. I'm like, thank you. Wow. Thank okay. thank, you have a good wife. God. I think Kat <laughs> likes it. It's one of the few shows That's that it. has a strong Asian character. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, God. Her. Her. Nikita. So <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think it was, the, it was the married woman I was I was having an affair with kept on just, you should really watch Grey's Anatomy is I think this really needs to end. <laughs> that is what the fact told that she you was already married. Wasn't yeah, yeah, you're having an affair with her. It's like, <laughs> all that was fine, but the Grey's Anatomy <laughs> that was just too much. Yeah, yeah. strong. So I guess I should uh, introduce this podcast. Back. Yeah, thinking retronauts. Oh, a rolling intro for the show. That was definitely rolling. Oh, this is the longest before I the theme song we've ever done. I don't gone. even know that how this is going. To, like, that's where one, am I going to cut it? I think, we might just, I think we may just fade up. A lot of that. That's one hell of a cold open. <laughs> <laughs> Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Anyway, I mean, Retronauts. Yeah, this is Retronauts. Technically episode 15, but... Who's even counting? Well, days. Retronauts Live, except we're discarding the live thing, but keeping the number well, system. This, this week's a little weird because uh, our video... Uh, is all backed system. up to go to E3? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's, all, yeah. it's all up to E3. So yeah. I just figured, eh, the hell if with DC it. DC Comics can make we'll new number stuff. ones of everything, we could keep this numbering system. Yeah. We're not as bad as the comics yeah. industry in terms of Retronauts year one. Exactly. Are they, if they're resetting Batman, do you think he might be able to save his parents this time? No. <laughs> this time, this time, Thomas Wayne is Batman. Ooh. Reboot. No, no, seriously. There was everything uh, can change. I saw, I saw a panel where it was like Thomas Wayne is Batman because his wife and child were murdered before his eyes. Yeah, that's, oh, that's wow. Well, that's, that's, that's a good motivation. That's, he's like, so he's Batman in like the 40s or whatever. Well, it's it's he's, uh, he's well, that doesn't give him an excuse to adopt children and keep uh, them make, as his war. If I remember right, that's <laughs> the whole Batman Robin relationship is really creepy now. Well, that, that's uh, a, that's an Earth Two one where Earth Two everyone's like inverse where all the people are bad and all. The, it's kind of like Bizarro but not as stupid. And yeah, it's like Thomas really? Wayne. About that? You had to bring awareness of comic book continuity into this. <laughs> I just, I'm I just saw, I just saw a, a panel. I'm like corroborating a one, one panel scan. This is crazy That's bullshit. I'm peripherally aware of, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I like it that way. Can you close the door? Sure, probably. No, it's, it's it's get oh, wait, really? Here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Sonnet. You, you don't want another hour of my funk. I just thought those people didn't want to hear any of this. You know, it's fuck them. Tough shit. Okay. They should be used to it at this point. Yeah, like I figure, if they want to hear it, they can download it like everybody else. <laughs> no free shows. 
Yeah, so why anyway, buy the cow? We're gonna start yeah. charging for retronauts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, eleven dollars. We're gonna, we're gonna publish it. We're gonna publish it in print and make people buy it now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you're paying money for media. No. Terrible. Well, you know, I never do that. It's but, the internet. You know, Video games. At least I'm a prick. So yeah, people don't need to make a living off their work. Mm-hmm. What is this nonsense? I'm wow. holding one of these magazines right now. It's really nice. I actually like it. But quite it's probably a bit. not worth eleven dollars. Um, well, it sure looks like it to me. I mean, it's. I mean, all that white space and no one ads. Up, you I know they for that. One up totally yeah, went down the crapper years ago. Well, the article is. No, the articles are, are, are high quality. I well, pay, I really, well, I, 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 I would pay eleven dollars for this magazine. But see, you're would different. You pay twelve. You, you pay money for no. things. I'd oh. frame that motherfucker. <laughs> Because you like, have to, because it's got that, that pre-worn poster look to it, which is expert, but once you start getting actual wear on top of it, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to look yeah, really it's nice. Black. It's going to be it's metal wear. It improves with age. So you get, the, you get the fingerprints on it, and it, it improves with uh, age, like the patina. It glosses the silver. patina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I think, I think my, favorite, my favorite thing in this entire book is the uh, Pac-Man 2 spread, where I took like every single different character animation sprite. Oh, I saw Pac-Man that. Pac-Man yeah. 2 has. And it looks like one of those ads for smileys. See, that makes me sad, but I just like how colorful it is. I don't get to work in color a lot. The thing I really like is there is uh, an article by Jake Alley, which agrees with me entirely about Final Fantasy XIII and its, and its mistakes. He is right up my, my alley, my Jake Damn. Alley. Damn. Oh, wow. You were saving that. You so, yeah, we're, we're talking about One Up Presents, which is a print publication that I put together packed with One Up features that will be online eventually. But you can buy them in a package. And mm-hmm. read them. And yeah, them I'm seethingly jealous. Honestly, this 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 is something like your entire you can, oove has been building up to. You can you can do this though. You can that, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I published this via MagCloud.com, yeah. which is a Hewlett Packard service where you put together page layouts. This is the Cafe Press of magazines. That's uh, so much better than Cafe. Well, yes, right. But, Cafe Press, like you. I mean, this would probably well, does it wear off you, after you wash it a couple this times? This would disintegrate <laughs> if you put it in the washing machine. Yes, okay, but you're not supposed to. Whereas Cafe Press, <laughs> you put the mug in the in the wash, and it it, it it's, yeah. Now you have a nice white mug. Uh, yep. I, have some, I have some Cafe Press mugs that are about ten years old and they're doing great. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Before the Cafe Press but, actually existed, I was. Hmm. Yeah. But like oh. a, a tiny family of bacteria live in them because you, oh, God, you yes. never wash them. Oh yeah, no, yeah. there's an ant farm in there. You uh, can gotcha, hear it when you yeah. shake oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah, they're good for the ants. <laughs> you're the ants cure, love them. You're curing pennas. You're curing something with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Oh, probably. Yeah. Ants and E. coli are having interracial anyway, marriages in that be, mug. You know, I bet you your your coffee could cure cancer now. Well, that's probably the only reason I don't have cancer at this point. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. are so we supposed we to be talking about E3? Uh, no. We should introduce ourselves though. Hi, I'm Jeremy Parrish. I do this show sometimes. Terry when. Uh, Scott Sharkey. Chris Kohler. Wow, how come he gets a fancy name? Mm-hmm. He, I thought of it. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Come on yeah. down. That's just like, <laughs> if you think of a fancy name to put on the the concept of cloud computer saving, then you can give it a name and, and trademark it. Transferring. And all of a sudden, you're a More trans- than meets the eye. <laughs> I'm, I'm really disappointed that my concept of transforking has not, uh, has not spread across the internet yet. <laughs> you know what where, I actually... Where you can steal other people's food? No, no, no. no. There's a whole video. It's using, you, you'll have to see the video. Video. It's available at one of I'll have to look at it, yeah. The, the best part about transferring is that the person who introduced it to the world was Mark McDonald. <laughs> Oh really? Is he yes. doing Konami now? No, he. Um, they had him on their pre E three press conference ish video uh-huh. interviewing Hideo Kojima about transferring. Uh huh. Interviewing. Yeah, interviewing. With the script. Miss yes. But, Hideo yeah. Kojima. He's all clean me about things we already talked about. He, that reminds me. Do you remember that, that like old pseudo ad? Oh, we ran no in a, in, a, in a, was it Computer Gaming World? I think actually with with, with Mark wearing all the Metal Gear regalia oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. holding oh, the discs and grinning like 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 he was in pain. 
I'm just like a natural step to me. He's come a long way from Mr. Kojima eat a bag of dicks. What changed, Mark? What he was changed? on the dick bag bandwagon. You sold Mark. out. Uh, he used to be cool. So, yeah, anyway, for this episode, there's a reason we're not doing this one live on the phones. Um, <laughs> we're you know, not. E3, oh, E3 is coming up, and so I thought it might be fun to just get around, sit around and, and talk about Reminisce. past E3s we've been to. Mm. Unfortunately, what's, what's the first E3 you went to? Scooter? 99? Oh, yeah. I thought you okay. said like 1911 right. or something. Wow, I'm not your, Jeff Green. Uh, 2002. <laughs> You're old, dude. 2002 okay. You're for older me. than me, though. See, I'm a... I'm I know. A, isn't that weird? <laughs> but you have two kids. Well, yeah. Something yeah. like... This is good. Okay, the first one I went to is 2004, so I'm I'm like the young one here. Yeah. That's, no, I went to, great. I think it was 98. What, what was the last one in Atlanta? Oh, okay. you went See, to Atlanta? 93? 98, really? because 99 was the first one back in LA. Yeah, that was the one back one. in LA, and I missed this that one. This is a nice situation. Go okay, we, we cover Usually, a good, yeah. yeah, okay. Like for, for my entire career here at 1UP, you know, which has been eight years now, I felt like kind of the novice, the newcomer, because my first E3 was 2004, but now... I look around and, and everybody's like, like yeah. I haven't ever been to E3 or this will be my second one. And, you know, I talk to people at IGN and most of them haven't been around that long aside from like the higher ups. Yeah, we're the old farts now, isn't that yeah. great? Good. But now, but now <laughs> here I am, the young whippersnapper. I, I have very few E3 experiences. Well, I have very few <laughs> memories of that E3, but, you know, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's uh, the same thing. Apparently, uh, Milky and Sam were there that year too, and I never saw them, or if I did, I didn't recognize them. Of course, I, why would I? Yeah. Well, that was probably in Milky's uh, beautiful years where he was. Still, oh, yeah. That was still still backup dancer for Madonna and <laughs> bartending backup dancer comic book drawing uh, male model I'm still in fucking awe of Milky honestly my career is, is nowhere near that, that I know I just write about video games and that's pretty much what I've done right. attended bar and done some other shit but yeah I never did that mm-hmm. so yeah. I just never photographed on stage with Madonna wearing electrical cables I worked for a Christian so, university for a while is that does that count for something thrill a minute I was, I'm sure <laughs> it was yeah. Now, all I remember from 98 was that was was the year that actually I think they showed off both Prey and Duke Nukem. Forever, obviously. (laughs) So So we're kind of Uh, of finally catching up. Yeah. Prey Prey came out. The stuff I saw previewed at that E3 is finally coming out. Prey came out out a scant eight years later, (laughs) and Duke Nukem Forever is just about there. Just went gold. Yeah. uh, What's the release date of that? Is it like June 12th, June 9th? Uh, June June 14th 14th in America. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, they could show it in an unreleased form. I do not believe that it's... For once, they could say, yeah, this is coming out. Actually, yeah. How many years has that been? 13. Jesus Christ. Final yeah. Fantasy 7 through 13 were made in yeah. less time to two. No, Final so, Fantasy 7 was at other that Final three, Fantasies. I think. Yeah, this uh, was one before. No, no that would have no, been uh, That would have been 97. Yeah. Yeah, it came out yeah, So 8 was, wait, was eight, there. 8 would have yeah. been at eight. 83. Yeah. yeah. But, and, uh, well, Half-Life 2, I think that was its last E3 mm-hmm. before it finally came out. And no, Half-Life. No, first one. I'm sorry. Yes, of course. Sorry. Well, Half-Life Episode 3. I think was was shown then. <laughs> you know, it's, and, it is it is funny because I, I I can't really quite remember what went on in E three two thousand two. You know, it is it is now at the point where it's like, oh, I'm I'm getting old. Was it Nintendo? Nintendo did in fact go well, on. They did have stuff. Yeah. They had they had video games. Well, that was the first time I, I ever met Miyamoto. Was it E three two thousand two? Right. What, what was Nintendo shtick in two thousand two? Two thousand three was two thousand two was like the game. Wasn't that the year no, Nintendo just... had the great interview or the the question? I believe um, so. I believe that the <laughs> immortal <laughs> question. No, no, no. Ari, that was Ari Masuka. <laughs> that was uh, it. Was it was two thousand and one because oh, okay. it was when they unveiled the GameCube. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you missed that one. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm no, still was, looking for that, video of that. That was but. the last, I think that was the last year where the Nintendo quote-unquote press conference actually had a 
a press conference in yep. it. You know, like the press actually asked questions during <laughs> right. the Nintendo press conference. Then it became as opposed a to pre-screened bullshit. Yeah, right. Because people would get up and ask insane questions. bullshit, like yeah, like, yeah, in, yeah. in broken Japanese. So, I, Does, nobody, Nintendo Joe is probably directly responsible for the end of the E3 press conference. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's Does, never do this again. Should we fill he's, people he's, in on what happened? Unless, in case they don't know, he's probably listening like, to this podcast right now. Actually, oh, he's hello, crying. Hello, hello, Nathan. No, I've, I've heard that he. Uh, <laughs> I've heard that he's become a well-rounded individual, a, a, a contributing member to society. And hey, I was a fucking yeah, retard in 2002, so anything could be yeah, forgiven. I mean, yeah, I mean exactly. people expect that from you. I would have done some dumb shit. <laughs> At least I was drunk. But <laughs> that's you know what you got that going for you, which is which is nice. He was he was probably drunk on Miyamoto fumes. Being that would the, do it. Yeah, in the in, in the, the presence of, in the presence of his redolence. Mm-hmm. Look directly at it. Mm. Might show him his his posterior. Lest anything else blind him. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Um, I was getting all biblical. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I you know I uh, I interviewed Miyamoto for the first time uh, about uh, We Fit several years ago, two thousand eight, and then We Fit came out, and I said I need to lose some weight, and then I lost some weight. Not because so, of We Fit. It, it 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 was kind of the nudge that got me that got me started. No, I mean, that's the one. So thing I'm we going fit to have going Miyamoto for. sign my body. Because okay. it's like the legacy. You Are you going to go to That's be like my body brilliant. is ready? I'm just going to you're going to tattoo over my body it? is ready. <laughs> what was the, what the hell was that from? Like Reggie, I just, I just learned this really? myself. Reggie yeah. said that when they were, um, it was for we. Is either we sports we or we fit? Or, like yeah. it was something that it was calibrating. So that's why I want to say we fit oh. for the balance board. And as he uh-huh. sat there, he said like my, body, like, my is body is ready. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. And then he leaned forward slightly. Yeah. That's all we remember about E3. It's like it's like this the stupid shit that E3, happened. Well, it's yeah, like, pretty much. That's, I mean, we remember giant TV enemy crab, but yeah, we don't oh, yeah, nothing yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, late but, '90s uh, uh, on the computer game world side of things, we were always hearing about the crazy bacchanalian tales that the console guys well, would have. You can like, afford right. bacchanalia when you're doing a monthly magazine. You, you, no, 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 no. We're saying no. With the console guys, we were here like you know we were all busy looking at like fucking World War Two RTSs and things mm-hmm, like that. But like, right. oh, the console guys, like you hear that the the Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider guys got like hookers and things like that. That was the kind of stories we were hearing about the other side. <laughs> right. That's See, right. I think that's just like there was a kind of a cutoff point around 2000 when the internet bubble burst. Yeah. And well, all of a sudden, games mm-hmm. journalism went from being yeah. just like sheer hedonism to you know business. Yeah. Exactly. I, like. Yeah. Um, I, I I hear stories about the game fan guys and you know like playing Yoshi's yeah, Island yes. while having sex with prostitutes and I've snorting heard cocaine story. off their backs yeah. or but, something. Yeah, because like, all at once. Because I remember like being being ninety nine was like the kind of like the la- the the first year of like the oh we're not having the crazy like here's a bunch of cocaine at the IDOS party days like nope those days are gone like the bubble was bursting and now we're just like oh this is a business now thing you're gonna now. get sued by IDOS. No, 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 he was just making a reference to uh, their game Snowblind. That was it, yes. Of which I have like 50,000 review copies. Really? That was the shit that you guys sent me after you fired me from my desk. It was this like (laughs) stack of copies of Project Snowblind for some fucking reason. I'm I'm using them for skeet shooting. Originally a Deus Ex game. Was it? (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's right. I think I heard Deus Ex Clan Wars. Multiplayer Deus Ex Ex IP game. Yeah, I went down to... to, uh, Crystal Dynamics office yesterday and saw a poster for Snowblind and was like, "Aw, that's so nice." Memories. He used to have more, you know, cyberpunk stuff and guys with shades and like augments and I think they call them something different now when they're not stopping yeah. a Deus Ex game. But and now Deus Ex is coming out from, from a different Idos Montreal from the from the guys who brought you Assassin's it, Creed and Rainbow that, Six Vegas. Is it Tiburon? 
No, I'm sorry. No, Tiburon's wrong, wrong about, Canadian studio. Yeah. Yeah. No, Tiburon's, Tiburon's not Florida. Canadian. They're like they're Florida. Oh, are they? Yeah. They're wrong wrong corner of the Tiburon is not like Tiburon, California. No, EA Tiburon is in Florida. Wow. That doesn't even make any sense. I, I know, right? You always, when you already <laughs> find that, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, I've, it's I've, not in Tiburon? I've gone through the same revelation. EALA is in Chicago? <laughs> what? <laughs> This but is what we happens. did learn from our podcast that Bondi Beach is indeed in Sydney, Australia. It is. Yes. Sydney, Australia. Is it but, Bondi Beach? Uh, B-O-N-D-I Bondi. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, where that's they really got the name Bondi Blue that they that's used they as got. the color of the IMAX, the original IMAX. Huh. You would remember that. Yeah. Huh. That's how I knew it. Yeah. Because I was like, and, what the hell is Bondi but, Blue? Team Bondi. Team Bondi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, EA, EA Tiburon is in Florida. Wow. I always figured they were Canadian. Silly Canadians thing. are the ones they make obviously they make mm-hmm. basketball and hockey, I think. Yeah, that's why I figured yeah, it was Canadian. A, that's such <laughs> a cliche. That's so racist. Wait, so LA Noir wasn't made by Bondi Namco? <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd be mm. amazing. No, it was made it by was. Namco Bondi. Oh! Totally different. <laughs> What's Namco the difference? Bondi I don't know. <laughs> I think I one do, is the American name and one is the Japanese. I do get name. confused when I see like d- the different logo where the words are just like where switch they, over. They switch up and them down. all the time. That, the company's okay, name so, is always different. So it's not just me. Okay. Oh, no. They, yeah. Well, what the judges do? I think two people in that same event had the different version of the logo. Like, wait, is it Bondi Namco or Namco Bondi? No, I think one is whether it's Japanese or Japanese and one is what they call them in the US. Yeah, which is, which I. <laughs> only, only, only the crazy Japanese could think that that was a good idea. As opposed to the same Japanese. If you find any, let me know. All right. That's oh, not... what a culturalist statement to come from Kohler. Especially That's the kind who... of thing people want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just assign that quote to Sharky. If you're All right, fine. Anybody who tweets this. Pretend but... I said something about panty vending machines or whatever so, the fuck. So, but yeah. Let me ask, what was your first E3 event that, that or E3 experience that left a, an impression on you? First. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, yeah. Well, just to, just to you drag go. this kicking and screaming back onto topic. Oi, let's see. First, first really memorable E3 experience? Is that what you're asking? The first thing that scarred you. Okay, let me tell that you, scarred about, you about my first E3, okay, 2004. Yeah. Give me an example so I can I'd see. Let's take off our clothes and compare. All right. Yeah. I'd been with uh, one up for like... Uh, I don't know, like six months at that point, and uh, I was still doing graphic design for the site. Was this? Oh, this was this was two thousand four, and oh, oh, and oh, four. So, you know right. we were still like the oh, the blue right. site. Oh, you were the, the art temporary guy. site. That was yeah. when we met was, first of all. Yeah, yep. It was the it was like the the temporary startup site, mm-hmm. the the beta yep. version the where everything site. was like. Level up, power up, yeah, yeah, yeah. learn up. Thank God all the articles I wrote <laughs> in that up. time are gone now. You had the the portraits of people with their heads in jars of piss. Yes, that I drew. actually, yeah. thank you. I still have the one you drew of me. It yeah, actually yeah, is yeah. in a jar, yeah. but huh. yeah, it's great. For some um, reason, we yellow tinted all the editors' heads. Is, is, what so, I yeah, what right, I but, remember about that is that you was it two thousand four two thousand five when you were launching the new site in the middle of E three. Oh, it was every E three. Really, well, yeah, okay, yeah. We've done multiple relaunches during E three. What I'm saying is is um. That that first year, we were kind of running the beta site, and we decided that we would relaunch, and we would make that a, a big thing for E3. So we did this the, twice. Is the well, thing this that blows is before my mind. you were around. Uh, I know, it's great. But uh, yeah, the the big idea was that Sunday night before E3 started, we were going to flip a switch, mm-hmm. and the site would magically <laughs> change over from the beta blue site to the socially integrated mm-hmm. gray, orange site. and gray, and yeah, the, the real 2. thing, 2. 0, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and that didn't work out. But before right. going to E3, I had spent a couple of weeks putting together promo graphics yes. for all of the games that we would be seeing and covering. Mm-hmm. And all of these were designed to the specs of our new site. 
Right. So we got to Which E3, didn't work. and after a couple of hours realized, so we're not going to be able to relaunch this site because it doesn't actually work, and it would destroy everything that we believe in. So, Jeremy, what we need for you to do is remake all of those promos, mm-hmm. every promo in the format of our current site. Can mm-hmm. you do that? Thanks. Yeah. And you were going to go to the Final Fantasy concert. I was the first was. ever final, <laughs> the first ever Final Fantasy concert oh, in America. Yep. Wait, that was the but instead f- yes, at the Disney friends. concert hall. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, remember that. But instead, yeah. I stayed at the E3 convention center and put together graphics. Yep. Wow. Oh, fun. And then I somehow managed to get all of that done in like a day. And then I spent the rest of E3 like running around the show floor. Looking at games and writing stuff, and then mm-hmm. I said, "Look, I write stuff. Make me make me a writer and not a graphic designer because I can't do this anymore because this made me want to kill myself." Yeah. So then I became an editor. <laughs> there you go. And so then, it had thus, a, thus so it had a happy ending. But even that, even that didn't have a happy ending because I was supposed to be talking to Retro about Metroid Prime Two. Right. Uh-huh. It was. It was. Uh, you know, this was back in the Ziff Davis era, so there were magazines and One Up, and uh-huh. One Up was like, and we sent a different the, the editor for every fucking magazine yeah. <laughs> to do one right. up was like separate the, interviews. The dumbasses every, that no one cared yeah. about. So we were just kind of like, who cares about them? Um, but Christian Nutt was unable to make his appointment for uh, interviewing, the, you know, the retro team at uh-huh. uh, for Metroid Prime Two, mm. and uh, so they, he was like, you know, for GMR. So he was like, uh, can you go do that for me? So I went and. Said, yeah, I need to check in and replace him. And I spent like 10 minutes at the the check-in desk for <sighs> Nintendo's media section, like trying to come up with every possible permutation of Christian Nutt, 1UP, GMR, uh-huh. Ziff Davis, etc. And they were like, no, we don't have anything for you. Sorry, we don't have anything. So finally I went back to the... Uh, they turned to you the away. war room. Yeah. Like wow. they, they didn't have us written down. Uh-huh. And like two hours later, I was told... Yeah, Retro is really pissed off at you because you just totally stood them up for your interview. Of course. Oh, I love that. That, that That's the story. And I knew right then then that I had found my calling. (laughs) Wow. This is an experience I think Uh, everybody shares at E3, honestly. No E3 has ever been that rough, that bad for me. No no work experience has ever been that. Well, no, Hmm. that's not quite true. We've had some pretty bad times the past (laughs) few years. But but yeah, that that ranks way down at the bottom. (laughs) It's all been uphill since then. It reminds mm-hmm. me of, uh, what the hell was it? Was it 2006, I think? I had two simultaneous interviews, and I think one was Yuji Horii or something, and you picked that up and did it. And it wasn't Yuji Horii. Oh, it was, it, was, it was somebody from, from yeah, Dragon the, Quest the, team. Yeah, the Rocket uh, Slime team. Th- that's who it was. Yeah, and I was supposed to be doing that, and there was also something else that Garnet had scheduled at the exact same fucking time. And I ended up rescheduling both of them and, and doing them. And when I got back, he was screaming at me. He was like, you missed this thing. And they're pissed off. He's like, yeah, because you did them both at three o'clock. Yeah. And you're pissed at me? Uh, and I'm still annoyed about this. I've been bitching <laughs> wow. about it every so, year since. O- but it's okay because o- I got to talk to the, I can't remember the name, the producer's name, but the guy who made Rocket Slime. Yeah. And his uh, excellent translator at the time, Richard Honeywood. So that was, oh. mm-hmm. that was And cool. I just sort of sat there and twiddled my thumbs and said, wow, there's a lot did, of Japanese. Did you come in for that I one? did, actually. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I took right. notes on it. And that was, that's right. Yeah. You sat in on that and, and I felt kind of bad because you didn't really have anything to mm-hmm. contribute because you didn't know the game. I'd like finished it in Japanese. Yeah, my, my girlfriend and, at the time had played it, but other than that, I yeah. didn't know anything about it. So, yeah. I do remember that now. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that was that was why Garnet was, was screeching like a harpy at me. It was because he scheduled two simultaneous interviews and was annoyed that I missed one. He just needed yeah. more of his whiskey juice. My blood alcohol level is dropping! See, that's why I liked having him around, though. He made me look good in comparison. <laughs> we miss Garnet. Very much. Anyway, so that's my harrowing tale hmm. of sadness. How about yourself, Scooter? 
Since I guess. Right, no, let's go. Let's go backward in time. Right. Backward in time. We'll backward in you. time. We'll go oh, okay. With you. So my first one was 2002. Um, I was writing primarily for. I mean, it's writing for a lot of people, but primarily for On America, uh, the mm-hmm. the anime magazine that Viz used to do, and you know, it was their games editor. And my whole thing was just, you know, it was it, it was print. So it was like, go to E3, what do was, some stuff. What was the uh, the game magazine that you contributed to sometimes. Oh, that, like, uh, Game on, on USA. Yeah. Oh, I that lasted, that one. That Shit, lasted yeah. for all of seven issues. But it, yeah. <laughs> I just but remember, I mean, the, I remember the issue with cloud writing the Chocobo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. That was great. Like that was, that was official art. It was a time when final fantasy seven things were allowed to be fun. Like, Right, Cloud, yeah. Cloud has that shit-eating grin on his face riding mm-hmm. this big, goofy, yellow bird. You would never see that in Final Fantasy VII. No, it's angsty yep. now. Yeah. No, he's like, I'm so sad. <gasps> Children dying from stigmata. Oh, Ares. Now it's time to make our chocobos have sex over and over again until we can get a cool material. Sex with our kids. Speaking of that issue, of course, I do vaguely remember, this is a long time ago now, but I remember like talking to Jason Thompson, who was the editor of that, who was just like, oh yeah, we had every problem you can imagine with Square Enix trying to make do a Final Fantasy issue. I'm like, yeah, not not surprised. It's good to know some things haven't changed. <laughs> some things never change. Although, or not say, Square Enix, but yeah, Square Soft. Yeah, okay. But the the <laughs> IDOS there. the IDOS side of of Square is actually remarkably easy to work with. Yeah, it's well. nice that they have this Western component now because now I can write about the company's games and not be miserable about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, go on. Crazy, crazy. With your E three memories. E three two thousand and four. So I kind of went out there four, for on America two thousand. Oh, excuse me, two thousand two. My bad. Uh, yeah, I just graduated from college, uh, and basically my whole intent at that E three was to. I had written my senior thesis, which was going to become my book Power Up, and basically yeah. the idea was to go and tell people, "Hey, I'm Chris Kohler. I'm going to be living in Japan for a year." Please uh, let me interview your game producers while I'm over there so I can write this book, which, mm-hmm. of course, was incredibly naive to think uh, yeah. that this was going to happen. I'm sure they went over like a fart shirt. They're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 in the um, trash. But the, the really nice thing about that that happened was that the, I mean, the one company that, you know, and it was great because... I mean, again, at this point, I was just writing for On America. You know, I mean, they had no reason to, to really work with me. But the one company that was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do whatever we can to help you was Nintendo. Of course. And Nintendo's PR person was just like, yeah. And I was just like, can I meet Miyamoto? And, you know, he was, this is E3 2002. Like, you know, at this point, you That's know, like, can you, can you it, wasn't, my dick? it I mean, wasn't super crazy work? yet, but he was just like, you know, if I can work. Because Miyamoto was just kind of hanging around the booth. He was <laughs> yeah. doing, he was, it was when Nintendo yeah, had he like. he wasn't quite like high level executive yet. Yeah. Yamoshi was, was still around. N- yeah, yeah. Nintendo, Iwata wasn't oh, present right. yet. Nintendo was just, you know. I miss having Yamayuchi around. He was there to be evil, so nobody else had to. He would do interview. I mean, nobody wanted to talk. This is 2002 at Nintendo's yeah. low point, the lowest of low mm-hmm. for this company. And like, you know, this is after the GameCube bomb. The GameCube and... had just come out. It clearly wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. The Xbox was the new hot It was before thing. they decided to tape two of them together and yeah, a motion right. controller. And then yeah. Nintendo had a big ass booth with a lot of great games, but nobody really cared. Like there wasn't really, any, there were people in the Nintendo booth, obviously, but like it wasn't Everyone nearly was like, anything like it was. Zelda, oh my God. And and nobody wanted to talk to Miyamoto <laughs> to the point that he was just like, you know what, come back. The Nintendo's PR guy was just like, you know, you know, come and get me like on Friday, you know, mm-hmm. just sort of see what's going on. And it came back and it was just like, um, there was nobody yeah, there. Yeah. He just like, yeah, you know what? Miyamoto's just over there having a conversation. Hold on. You know, he just goes over. He's like, yeah, can this guy oh, meet shit. you? Like, okay. 
got just you know just got to talk with him and then so like, catch everybody see, at the, at the that is how like this that's is the one thing that made really, that connection yeah this is the one thing that really makes me hope that 3ds bombs because then because so, so it'll be back to being yeah. humble and I can again. just I can just hang out with Miyamoto I know everybody's so much <laughs> more nobody accessible gets, when they're at the, at the nadir of nobody the, of gets their, to do that yeah. anymore I haven't had a Miyamoto interview at E3 in in years you know I don't think I've spoken you know more than a couple of words to him in a I'm long sure he time just because I'm sure yes. It's like, where's the big gaijin? <laughs> the one with the, that, with the beard on the jawline. scary guy yeah. with the crazy, yeah. <laughs> Who yells at me in Japanese about downloadable content. That's probably why they're keeping me away from him, because I would just be like, why isn't the, why aren't there accounts on DSiWare? So people Shut can up. hack your passwords. He's like, I remember when you were 20 and you used to yeah. ask me questions about, why is Mario so amazing? <laughs> Now, yeah, now, after, after I'm over my, uh, it, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm not over it, but, you know, I'm not asking that question anymore. My eShop review yesterday or write up. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna have all my interviews revoked this year. I'm on a dartboard <laughs> at Nintendo headquarters at this point. I'm sure. Reggie, Reggie probably has your face like in a urinal on it, like printed on a, <laughs> printed on a urinal cake. Target. <laughs> All right, Kohler, take it in the mouth this time. <laughs> wow. That's... Well, he's got a shy bladder. That's what he needs to do to work Is your it body out. ready, Kohler? Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure is. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, good Lord. That was terrible. We we all, I'm picturing you with pigtails now. We have all been doing a lot of work this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, this is why I wanted my coffee have, before the show. Picturing you dressed like on, R. Kelly. We're on no sleep. <laughs> Kohler's wearing a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But see, that's a... F- the, the Miyamoto one yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Not the Reggie one. Going that's back a, to That's the, a fun memory. It is like a fun mine. memory. Oh no, that's true. Oh no, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I don't really have any. No, no, like, it doesn't have to be bad. I'm trying to think of if I'm I just have kind any, of like, like trying to compare and contrast everything. Yeah, you can have that good first, memories too. Those are allowed. That first E3 for me was like a kid's first time going to Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd read all about E3, and this was the first year I ever got to go, and it was just awesome. It was. I mean, Nintendo had tons of great games. This is 2002, so it was like at their booth. It was, it was all like these LOL awesome. Zelda. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, and it was like you know Mario. And they Sunshine, had Metroid Fusion, except you like, didn't care because you never played Metroid before. That's true. I had never played. No, no, you're absolutely right i think they had metroid prime at that e3 and i was like oh i don't really i i don't care about that i didn't play it you know but i got to have like but it was great because like you know all the companies wanted to you know talk to me and you know so i got to have all meetings and shit and i think i saw like the first version of chibi robo that year when it was a point and click game you know just oh yeah it was yeah that was before you were best friends with ken nishi right yeah exactly hmm yep bff another guy i haven't seen in a while yeah, Hopefully, see, Tokyo my, Game uh, Show will hang out with him. But yeah, my my your your first experience was like going to Disneyland. Mine was like going to Disneyland and being being shot tied in the up. face. Yeah, no, it was yeah like being yeah. tied up and then tossed into the teacups and told you had to you had to <laughs> right. spend the entire week just sitting in the same I, teacup. I had no work to do. I mean, all I had to do was file a print feature afterwards. Which yeah, that's, that's kind of like mine. I, I had no agenda. It was mm-hmm. like I'm here for this website that I just made up. No. See, I, I realized I was stupid. <laughs> I, I had the opportunity several times to go to G uh, to E3 with folks from the GIA, the Gaming oh, Intelligence uh, Agency. Yeah, yeah. That but I was been... like, oh, it's such a long drive from Texas. I don't think I'll go. Mm-hmm. I, I should spend my money on other things. Was that when it was in Atlanta, or no? That was afterwards. No, wasn't it was. It, it was. Uh, in I think it was in yeah, it must have been LA. right after LA. it went back to yeah. LA because I think was it ninety eight was the last year it was in Atlanta yeah ninety eight started to, in late yeah. ninety eight so right so I had I was invited like three times to go but yeah. I was always like oh that would be a silly way to spend my money I'm not gonna make a living off video games <laughs> <laughs> right 
<laughs> the next couple of years were were great because again it was really it was I was just still freelancing. I didn't have any sort of daily deadlines or anything to meet, and it was just like go to the parties, and you know Sony would have these colossal yeah. parties. Ah, oh, the Sony party. Oh man, the Sony it used party. To be like the trying to figure out how to get a wristband off to give it to Sony somebody would, else. Sony yeah, would invite yeah. to their party one quarter of the people that it would that, that they would actually want show at up the there. party, yeah. and then assuming that people would sneak in. I've never been invited to a Sony party, and I think I've been to three. So. Yep. Yep. I've never been up to in one. the up in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. Dodgers. This is mm-hmm. massive. They would have every kind of yep. food. They would just have one kind of food for there every was multiple, There was multiple the tents of different kinds of food. Right. So you like major you'd be performers like, would play. Yeah. Like the first my first the, year, the two thousand I guess I went in two thousand four and it was like George Clinton which, and they got yeah. the they got the Beatles back together and including John. Which year was the double Foo Fighters thing? Do you remember? That I think no. was oh the when Foo Fighters were Foo paid, Fighters covered were, Parappa the Rapper. I were, think that pay, was, were paid yeah. to be at the Sony party, but because they liked Nintendo, they went to Nintendo's oh, wait, really? party for free. Okay, that's pretty. So awesome. that that was that was a Foo Fighter story I had heard. Like I was I was still in the PC industry, so I had heard this from the EGM guys. Like, mm. like they go like, yeah, imagine like Sony paid all this money to get food because they were really hot at the time. I don't yeah. remember what year, but yeah. whatever year that they were really at their peak. So like, holy shit, Sony got the Foo Fighters to play at their party, uh-huh. and they happen to like like the Nintendo stuff more. So they just went and played Nintendo yeah, for free. That is, <laughs> I remember hearing that story. I was like, <laughs> like Nintendo's getting Sony. It's like give us some free video games to we'll play yeah. a party. They yeah. we uh, the one the Nintendo party that I went to they had um this is a few years back and they had uh um uh the black eyed peas uh, oh was and it? I yeah I did not a hear a word of it because yeah. all because this at this Nintendo party like every single Nintendo guy Miyamoto you know everybody was just all upstairs right you know and I was just. I'm just hanging out upstairs yeah. talking to all of them. I'm like, fuck this. Wasn't for wasn't like you have fun. Wait, wait, wasn't that like two years ago? No, uh, no I think it was. was I think was, that was two years ago. But it was at least two years. Jeremy it was many more than two years okay, ago. Yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. The, the one I went to that was like two years ago. That had like, Natasha Bedingfield yeah, downstairs. Natasha Bedingfield was two years ago. Yeah. Upstairs was Kojima. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about the upstairs thing, so I just hung out with Jin Sao downstairs all the time. Ah. That was nice. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen her in a while. Yeah, that year, that party, I brought my, I brought my copy of, um, I brought my copy of Twin Snakes to that E3, and I got Miyamoto, Kojima, and Dennis Dyack to all autograph my copy of Twin Snakes. Crazy. Yeah, terrible game. But you know, fuck you. It, fuck that game. <laughs> no, that was a, it's a terrible remake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- no, it was execrable. Honestly, because it completely know. missed the spirit of the original. Yeah. I'm sorry. Every time you get to a cut scene and you're doing Matrix bullshit and yeah. slow mo and, and kicking bricks, and then is the Billy, rest of watch out! I gotta punch the missile. Yeah. It, no, I, I don't like Twin Snakes. Also, let's re-record all the the audio except mm-hmm. suck all the spirit out of it. And I'm do sorry, it word for word. Ex- oh, that was that was uh, at I believe Kojima's behest. Probably, but no. I'm sorry. I, I pre-ordered oh, okay. Twin Snakes, and I felt so just ah fuck it. Oh, okay. Anyway, what was it? Was it last year? Chris Novoselic showed up. Remember that? What? Uh, I think that was last who? year. Wait, who from Soundgarden? I, I was gonna say he's oh. alive still. Yeah, he's, thought, he's alive still. I thought and, for some reason he died. <laughs> he, he, I, you know, you, he probably should have. I hate saying this, but yeah, remember he blew his voice out, and okay. uh, I, it never really None of us remember so, this. Yeah, it wasn't. I was never really in the grunge. Yeah, Sorry. well, it was just like, holy shit, it's Chris Novoselic. I remember the other thing. And he's still no, he, he, his voice is ruined. It's just, mm. yeah. It was one of the most depressing fucking things I ever heard. I'm I can't even to, remember what the L party that is it, was. Is it kind of like Ian Anderson? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Can That's I start a, a rumor on this podcast? Go ahead. Lady Gaga at the Sony party this year. 
Tell your friends. Yeah, that would make sense. Wasn't it Rihanna or something last year? I, I can't even fucking. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know well, if anyone in the video game thing last year. Was That's that the Activision thing? Yeah. Yeah. I missed I that one, and I, I, I'm fine with that. I don't know if anyone in the video game industry has enough money to pay Lady Gaga to show up at this point. Like that woman that, is that's true. That would probably everywhere. It's really mm-hmm. alarming. I'm okay with it. I like Lady Gaga. Oh, I don't. Dislike I'm on record, her, but uh, it's just like it's, her album it's for terrifying that like every every <laughs> TV show has. Money. <laughs> I bought it for ten dollars. Every TV you show has that Amazon sale. It's, it's it's really alarming. I don't remember the last time a pop star was that pervasive. Yeah, uh, Michael Jackson. I guess yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson basically. Or, or Madonna. Or Madonna. Eighties. Yeah. And and well, she, I mean, she basically she is Madonna. Like, Madonna. Like, except Madonna, better performance art. Yeah. If Madonna hadn't yeah. gone batshit insane and done erotica and all that stuff, yeah, this is what she would <laughs> be like. Fucked on a basketball court. Yeah. Right. Book. Right. Like, <laughs> let's strip away the cabal. Anyway, maybe she really likes PlayStation and she'll pull a Foo Fighters. You know, just that would be nice for whatever. Yeah. Exactly. That would do it. So many money that happen. can use our credit cards. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. With plausible what? deniability now. It was all a plot <laughs> to, to I don't know. Lady Gaga. I'm I'm really excited to see Sony's press conference because I've I have never no idea. seen yeah. I've never seen someone uh, speak for two hours while at the forty-five degree <laughs> uh, bowing in bowing <laughs> contrition angle. Well, but while eviscerating themselves right. over the course yes. of the entire thing. Yeah. Yes. Like at at the end of the show, like Kazhirai will be completely drained of blood yes. from the. Uh, yeah. Please watch the this Adama trailer for Hot Shots Golf. <laughs> Another cut. Yeah. Hustle Kings. It's going to be forty five minutes of seppuku while describing the giant enemy crabs. <laughs> Little deviants. <laughs> Anyway. And didn't they just get hacked again? Is that what I heard? So uh, many pictures got hacked. Pictures got hacked. Yeah. So if you okay. bought music, man, someone else go buy a whole lot of music on your card. But if this you is downloaded just, the Spider-Man font, you're in trouble. This is beyond parody at this point. Wasn't that just a sequel injection too? It's just what the fuck is amateur hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. I'm I'm really looking forward to Sony's press conference just because of the deadening silence. I'm sure. Mm. So. Well, moving along with the, the, the topic du jour, right. do you have any amazing memories aside from being yelled at by Garnet? Uh, that, that's, that's the one that's going to stay with me. That was, that was just, this is, this is how shit this job can get, even though Wait. I should be at the very peak of my enjoyment. I, but. I barely ever see you at E3 because you're always out at the parties and I'm always not at the Is parties. that how it works? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm writing about the parties, so that's yeah, something. Yeah. I'm taking pictures of strippers and blogging about how much my job sucks. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and no one's believing a word of it. Pretty much. You're taking pictures of strippers. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Well, there should not I've, be strippers with, with here, okay? This, this, this is wrong. <laughs> this is I just want to play a game. I just want to play fucking Dead Rising 2 and some assholes getting grease all over because they're just dripping with it. And they're, yeah, it, it's horrible. You have no idea what the hell we I have thought, to fucking cope with. I'm trying with. to concentrate on Killzone. Could stop you please rubbing stop rubbing me. your breasts against me? <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, Do you yeah. understand the concept of personal space? <laughs> Nobody does. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a dollar. Just go away. No, 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 no. no that wasn't for something. Stuff it in there. Yeah. You just made me remember my favorite, favorite Booth Babe quote ever. It's go hearing on. One of hear. them tells the other, oh my God, smell my shoulder. No, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was something she said to uh, Sean Baby. Was it uh, Sean Baby or? But I thought, still, I, thought but I thought that was still. something that she told. Like one one booth babe said to uh, to Sean Baby, she was like, "Smell my shoulder." I've had like, big guys like putting leaning their arm on me all day. The, the, arm, the arm funk. Yeah. Uh, 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 believable. No. Well, yeah. you know. Hazards of That's the other thing I, I miss the, about the, E3 when it was more general admission and you get like the fat guys no, passed I, out with shitloads of swag. It's, it's I, general admission I, again, I like, right? I mean, it's I like, like not general admission, shows. but like 
I didn't like the smaller show, honestly. I, I miss, know. I like the smaller show because I can get my business done and not have to navigate around dudes who think that they're basically on a shopping trip. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, they have inflatable like, swords and they're passed out in a puddle of their own sweat. Uh, dude, I, I could but do without one, that. I mean, at the smaller I'm show, still entertained by it. I mean, at the smaller show, you were constantly, I mean, at the fucking Santa Monica garbage. <laughs> right. no, that's like, a, that wasn't that, a smaller that show. That was just a disaster. That was a disaster. Yeah. That was where everybody missed every appointment because nobody had any idea yeah. how long it was going to take them to get from hotel to hotel. I made all mine. I yet, so I was able to, I yeah. I had a Prince style life where I just like walked to appointments that didn't write anything after. Right, just, right, I right. I was constantly like, like eh, I'll just good, look at this. Well, gee, good for you. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I managed to make oh, all of mine, but at one point I nearly passed out from heat exhaustion because I thought, well, I'll just walk to that hotel. Oh, yeah. You had to walk. And uh, it was like freeway over. It was like 100 shit. degrees. Yeah. And I was, I ended up walking it, for like half an hour in what the sun. A, what a horrendous disaster. And the worst part about that is after you get into your appointment like half an hour late, like sweating like a mm-hmm. bastard because you just walked to this hotel or had to run to a cab. You know, or whatever the PR people would inevitably be in there, and they're just like, "Hey, how's it going? Oh man, don't Isn't you this love great? this new E3? This is awesome! I just get to Why sit. How much are they paying you to say this? I get to yeah. sit in an air conditioned hotel suite. This is the best. I'm like, oh really? Because when I was coming here, I almost got hit by a car. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I, the, the thing th- I don't like the general admission thing. Just because you remember, you know, doors open, you run around and grab asset discs. That's like the first thing you fucking <laughs> you, do. And I or remember, you run around and grab ass if you're one of the aforementioned. Right. That's that's the problem. But no, I, I remember going up to it was some fucking online game, and it was just like, yeah, I'm just here to grab an, an asset disc and mm-hmm. for the magazine, blah blah blah. And this woman like comes up and starts shouldering into the counter. And is like, is that a mouse pad? And I'll grab one of those. And she's already got a fucking bulging bag of bullshit. So, so right. it's like, and, and, it's like Black and the guy Friday. hands me nice. a disc. Nice and she's like, can I get there. one of those? It was like, no, you fucking can't. You can go die in a fucking fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. She, <laughs> I, I can't stand that shit. Similar, along similar lines, I remember uh, the first time, like, um, they showed off, like, the U- America's Army game or something. It was, like, a really kind of limited <laughs> engagement, but... Oh, I remember that. So, was I'm, that what they parachuted assholes in? They I, they probably did the front, but so I'm in the middle of the demo, and we're watching, it's, like, behind closed doors, and this, literally, this, this really big dude with shopping bags, he comes in, he's like, where's the press kit? And they said, we... <laughs> <laughs> no, so then, but then the PR person was just like, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't quite really realize the demand for this. Like, we don't, we can have an FTP site, but not uh, like an actual, we don't have any more yeah, physical yeah, yeah. asset disk. And he's all like, if you have to. And then he drops his car with like this bravado, like, it's like a thing, like, you know, it was like a, it pained him to drop his card. You know, you look at his car, and it's like, it's, you know, Bob Joe's at mindspring.com. So, what's the email? Like, oh, no, the guy sent an email, but I have an yeah. angel fire site, goddammit. Yeah, he was like, he made it sound like it was like he was from something. So he was like, oh, if you must, I, I thought it would get I'm like, whoa, people are uh, weird. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't miss that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm happy yeah. to have smaller shows. I, I think know. actually my favorite E3 ever has been uh, the first year that it went back to LA. Yeah. You know, after being in Santa Monica. Oh, it was like a, but it's before sort of, it was like yeah. a full-size show. It was smaller, more contained. There were lots of good games being shown. Nobody realized it was good again yet. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but it was well, easy to get around. You could get to appointments. You could talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like, everything mm-hmm. was just the right size. And yet, one of my issues with that was, I mean, first of all, the video game industry, I think, was kind of embarrassed by that because it was like, you know, instead of having this big show of force where it was like, we're the video game industry and we're awesome, it was like there was a home and garden expo yeah. going on at the LCC. Yes, yes, there, yeah. there actually was. Yeah, yeah, it was right next door to the home and garden. It was sad. Like, it just felt really sad. That would have been the 
year for Pikmin to come out. And also, it, because yeah. of the disaster of the year before, everybody had already made a lot of their announcements and shown their games uh-huh. prior to that E3. So I would show up at appointments and go, hey guys, I have an hour booked. Do you have any games I haven't played yet? And they're like, oh no. We have yeah. a new level for survival kids. I'm like, <laughs> oh God. I think it was a year before Bye. last. Or I remember I was I was hungover as hell. It was like the third day of the show, and and I I didn't realize I was leaning against a car smoking a cigarette, and I and it finally it kind of dawned on me because somebody's playing the Ghostbusters theme that I've been flicking ash on Ecto One the whole time, <laughs> and that was one of the happiest moments of my life. <laughs> Because when I was eight, I would have cut off my dick to touch this thing. You know, it was just, it's been here the whole time, and I just didn't even notice. It was You were just gorgeous. standing next to it? I was leaning on it. You were it. leaning on it. <laughs> I didn't even did notice. Someone, you know? Did someone, like, lean out the window and offer you an ecto-cooler? <laughs> I wish. Right. Yeah. That would have, that would just, have sealed the whole was, deal. It, just, it was one of those things. It was a magical moment in, in the mundane morning. Mm-hmm. You know, As was, a child, did you frequently contemplate castration, self-castration? <laughs> well, in retrospect. Oh, but, okay. yeah, you know, yeah. if I realized how important that thing was to me, I would have contemplated it. But, no, no I just... I was in love with that franchise, huh. and just just to, this thing is here, and I didn't even notice it was that. that that's what it's supposed oh, yeah. to be like. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I think that was also the same year. No, no, that was that was just last year. I remember uh, this was around the time uh, APB was coming out of beta, <laughs> and I've. <yeah. laughs> Be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I've actually been playing the free relaunch, and I'm just realizing that free is still too much ADP to pay reloaded. for that thing. Yeah, it, it, it's still not fun. But I, I remember I had an interview with David Jones, and uh, they blew me off. It was just like, this was scheduled beforehand, and it's like, no, you can talk to the assistant associate producer. Oh, like, no, yeah. uh, something's up here. It's yeah. Like, no, no, he's busy. He's doing this thing in the last minute. It's like, no, he's actually standing right over there. He's, he's just having water. And mm-hmm. No, you know that things are fucked up and you don't want to answer questions is what you're saying. Mm. And that was just kind of that that sinking feeling, you know, your testicles tighten is like, wow, this is fucked. Whose testicles were tightening? Mine. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody's were. It wasn't, but it wasn't was, mine. Mine okay. were fine. No, it was just the realization that, wow, this is well and truly fucked. You know, and I already suspected that. I had a lot of questions I wanted to ask, and I was hoping maybe they could just say, no, mm. we still have a few more months. We're going to lead it out. No, it never happened. So, mm. Yara. Yeah. That, that, was, that was heartbreaking disappointment because I had hard on for this thing for weeks, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weeks to years, huh? We- years of weeks. <laughs> I was really as, excited about this game. So many of them are, yeah. He was excited, damn it. That's, you should see a doctor. I if, should um, actually. If it yeah. lasts more than four hours, you're supposed to consult. Well, this this was this was a five year hard on, <laughs> and you have no idea the the case of blue balls I had when this game actually came out. Mm. And that, that was just sort of the moment I realized that yeah, um, this is just too mess. And sorry. Wow. I I really think you just you just found a Viagra ad there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you don't even let me have my phone on during these things. Now you're checking your phone during a podcast. It's uh, it's on airplane mode. I just have Wi-Fi active. Wi-Fi. Anyway, <laughs> that was pretty much it for me. I mean, I can't even recall much of of '98. That was mostly PC shooters and stuff. And that was just I'm going to sit here and play fucking shooters. But that, yeah, that, was, that was great. I had nothing to do. I had nothing to write. I was just there for the hell of it. Hmm. It's like, hey, look, Quake Two. Fuck yeah. You know, and oh, look at this Duke Nukem trailer. Let's watch that 10 times. <laughs> you know, that game's going to be so great. Uh, I, you know what I did in uh, uh, 2002? Uh, Working Design still had a booth, and I played like Goemon. Oh, yeah. I met Victor How Ireland. Was, Goemon? And was that, was that it was, like, it was killing not, a company it was, over? It was not good. It what, looked, the, it the looked bad even then. One? No, no, the, no, no, the uh, PS2 the one. PS2 oh, one. did that <laughs> ever actually happen? No, that was no. no it I was, thought that got canceled. It was Victor yeah. Ireland's like great white whale. Like he just he 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 really really wanted that game to come out, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it just did not happen. And Sony just continued to shut him down. So, you know, it, it, for and all that, and that analogy, <laughs> who is Ishmael? Um, I think Zach Meston. Zach Meston. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was just going to say, I, I, I think of him more as a Queequeg type. <laughs> Queequeg. That's perfect. Actually. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He gets kind of fucked over at the end too. So Chris Hoffman. I don't know. Um, but uh, they actually had what was funny is so Working Designs had a uh, had a uh, claw game in their booth, mm. and uh, you could win you know plushies from going on or whatever. By like, I don't even actually, remember that you could yeah. play the claw game, and they took uh, some Nal dolls from Lunar, oh, of course, that were Japanese, and they buried them in there. Uh, and then every time somebody got close to getting one, they'd rebury it because they didn't actually want people to get them out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I had no That's idea. What year that was happened. this? This was, um, two, I think this was 2002. I think it was the first oh. year that I was there. Oh. Yeah. I still have a bunch of, um, Goemon swag, like from that no booth. Yeah. Yeah. That never, uh, that's, swag, that's, that's swag a franchise for games, that never worked over swag here. Swag for games I, that never came out. It's good swag to have. I'm still blown away. They did that for N64 over here, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realized they were hard up for, yeah. I, wait, wait, there was a sequel in America. Yeah. yeah. There was, uh, yeah, there Goemon was. and then, uh, Goemon's Great Adventure. There you go. I never played that. Yep. The second one had like side scrolling parts and there was a part see, where you could control a giant robot. See, Nintendo has well, there no was that in the first approval, one. But whatever. Wow. Yeah. I guess they were hard up for any kind of third person adventure thing. Yeah. But, I mean I can see I can see why Vic would really want to bring that out because it does have that great history behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, like but a but everybody's that, unaware yeah. of it yeah. and they don't care. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, sadly, yeah. sadly it just just died bad on the vine. What were the uh, the names of the characters? Uh, Kid Yang and something. Oh Dr. yeah, Kid, Dr. Kid Ying. Ying and Kid Dr. Yang. Yang. Yeah. Yes, that was it. Goemon yeah. and his Ebisu. Ebisu. Yeah, that's right. It was great fun crawling underneath they, ladies' um, skirts with a camera. That year, uh, Sega. Um, that was I think that was Sega's last big year. You know, mm-hmm. having a huge, huge booth because they weren't a hardware maker anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But they had all of their major game makers there and they had this after hours party where they had us in. They gave us a stack of um like baseball cards with everybody's picture on it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you can go and meet the creators and they'll sign your your baseball card. So everyone like, you know, Yu Suzuki, you know, Mizuguchi, oh, I, yes, Mizuguchi was still this. there, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so you just went around and you just talked to them and they, they signed your, your card. Don't they you still have those I have kicking them. around yeah, somewhere? I, I think do. you've showed those to me. I know. I only remember all of this because I was just going through all of my stuff that's still in my parents' place and I came uh-huh. across. I'm like, oh, I remember doing this. Yeah. Hmm. My like silhouette mirage. You still have Yu Suzuki's from, rookie card then? I have his rookie card. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Did you make that? Aw. I don't know. There were there were a lot of good times. You tend to remember the bad ones, but right, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, the, those first couple of years, it was just it was fun. It, the combination the of last no couple work years plus have been fun. Ability to no, no, not <laughs> no. at all. Just too much. I resent I resent people less oh. the past few years because there's no longer so much of a print presence, right? Because mm-hmm. being an online person while With you're every, surrounded by print yeah, people, that was always yeah. galling as hell. Fuck, like you, you were working your ass prick. off, and they're going and like kind of casually browsing, and they're all they're all writing this up next week, and they're so, like, ah, yeah. I'm gonna go to a party, I'm gonna sleep in. Yeah, like we have to have this shit Jack done asses. in like five fucking minutes, right. or right. else we're gonna get. I don't think anybody. I have to vomit twenty articles I, a day, or I die. I don't think yeah. anybody has that luxury anymore, no, right? I mean, no. everybody Time's is called changed. into service to to do constant online coverage yeah. or video or whatever yeah. it is. I don't know. That and just you know, just meeting people was always great. That that was when the readership always showed up, and it was awkward and weird and fun. And I don't know. Sometimes they buy you drinks, mm-hmm. and that made it okay. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's it, what that's what PAX is for now. Yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, somebody was somebody was asking me. Uh, I was doing an interview for uh, another publication. They were like, you know, so gamers, you know, gamers seem to think that they should be able to go into E3, and I'm just like, the, go to Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah, Penny Arcade Expo is E3, except for it's twice a year. There's two times mm-hmm. as many packs as E3, and it's if bigger, you see, and you can get into it, and people are nice there. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you if you want to see what E3 would be like if it were for the public, you just go to Penny Arcade Expo where they have all these games on display in the show floor, like done. Yep. It's like there you know are, are there better games at E3? Maybe, but I mean that's only because they're they're directing them at this specific audience of people in the industry. If E3 was open to the public, it would just be Penny Arcade Expo. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Or E for all. <laughs> I did E for all memories. I did go to that. Uh, I didn't. So yeah. E for all. The first E for all. Was, was there more than one? Four. There were two. Actually, two. I'm going to go use the, the first while one. you talk about E for all. Okay. It's, not, it's not a metaphor for anything. <laughs> right. I'm just. I drank too much coffee. So. Okay. No, we'll see you soon. E for all was four days. It was four days. Like you could in. do everything on the first day. Let me guess, you booked all four days. I went down there for a four-day <laughs> convention. Mm-hmm. On the fourth day, uh, Emily Morganti, who was at... Yes. No on, the, no, on the fourth day was when we saw Shrek. The, no, sorry, we saw Wicked. Emily Morganti from Telltale Games and I on day four. She was like, <laughs> I'm not going to go back to the show on day four. I'm like, neither am I. We went to see Wicked. Nice. Yep. There was nothing to do I don't at remember, all. I don't remember which year I went to E for All. It was some year in there. Mm-hmm. It was uh, when Ryan Payton was still with Kojima Productions. That's all I remember. Yeah, yep. Because that's the right. only thing I remember is interviewing him. Yeah, about that was some Metal Gear. Game. What they? Yeah, the only two things to do were you could watch the demo of and play the demo of Metal Gear Solid Four, and you could play Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And they had a demo of Professor Layton. And that was must have been two thousand seven. All there, it was two thousand seven. Yeah, it was end yeah. of 07. That was all there was to do. And it was because it was because, you know, there was no E3 that year. So they're like, let's make an E3 for gamers. But there was no buy in at all. And man, people paid money to go to that thing. Actually, wasn't there a pretty big Nintendo booth? Well, yeah, was like cool stuff for people who hadn't been to, you know, any kind of Nintendo's Nintendo press event. Nintendo had a giant booth and it was Super Smash Brothers Brawl and Professor Layton and like a couple other things. Mm -hmm. Super Mario Galaxy, I think. Oh yeah, which wasn't quite out yet. So that wasn't, was cool for them. Wasn't quite out yet. Yeah, no, true, but it not was, for us. Yeah. but but again, still, you got all that out of the way, and there just wasn't anything else to do. It was so yep. sad. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's probably what TGS is going to be like this year. <laughs> really? You don't think so? <laughs> I think Tokyo Game Show is still okay. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like. But there'll be no air conditioning. Still okay. There'll be no air conditioning. Wait, really? Possibly. Oh, because yeah, like the country the is running at eighty percent power. <laughs> yes. So people are <laughs> yeah. going to have to do without air conditioning this year. They're not getting power uh, use by pachinko parlors, however. Mm. Those are still lit up like the sun. <laughs> <laughs> because it's they, important to go shoot little silver balls at, mm-hmm. at Ray and Oscar or whatever. <laughs> the, country, yeah. the country has its priorities. Mm-hmm. They got their shit straightened out. TGS is not one of their priorities. No. Anyway. Um, Unless, of course, it is. Wow. That's I just thinking, turned it around on That's you. thinking from the binary <laughs> domain. It is or it isn't. Oh, God. <laughs> Schrodinger's TGS. <laughs> How did we get into TGS? Anyway. So, um, you were at E3 last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Has it 
I haven't it, been allowed to miss you, an E3 since okay. 2004. So I actually, so I had the best E3 ever um, last year because I was there for a day and then mm-hmm. I went to the opening of the Harry Potter. All right, I remember that. You told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. E3 was fun. God. I got to drink pumpkin juice. <laughs> I went on a roller coaster. It was the best E3. It had nothing to do with E3. Oh. I had butter beer. Actually, the best worst part of E3 last year was we set up a live feed in the press room. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Was, I just was, saw. I just saw a, uh, live a in toll, the press room. A toll covered GIF of uh, everyone headbanging because apparently. Oh yeah, when they did Bohemian the Bohemian Rhapsody, and everybody hit it. Everyone except Cat like, Bailey. <laughs> yes, because she's she sitting was... there stoically writing, <laughs> and everyone else is like. No, that was so distracting, <laughs> but it was uh, also kind of rewarding. I mean, people are actually paying attention, all 12 of them. You know, that, that was great. Right. But I had yeah. nightmares for like the next three days after I got back. I would wake up Someone on the couch like, looking for the camera. You? You know? oh, yeah, no, it just, I, it had been three days of being right, watched. Right, you right. Know? It, it makes you a bit paranoid. I can't pick my nose for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's when you hide behind the laptop and <laughs> yep. hide behind the screen. Yeah. Everything. They would screen cap it. They would figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I shot rubber bands at the camera for about 20 minutes once because yeah. I was just I was bored and trying to figure out how the fuck to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, waiting for a plane. <laughs> so actually, that, that was when uh, me and Frank did the uh, the, the BioForce Ape launch party, which was essentially <laughs> did you actually do that. We did. It was just me, Frank, and Matt Clark having drinks at the pool. Except a bunch of people ended up showing up anyway. So oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. We never actually launched it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Talk of you know, like handing it out in diskettes. And we wanted to do that, but that would require work, so mm. we never did. But that we had sucks. the party anyway. That's good. Yeah. So is this the most self indulgent Metronauts ever? Pretty much. Might be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's just do this us. more often. It's just us talking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. No one yep. cares except us, and we don't even care that much. No, no. we're talking about E three and our own experience. We're mostly talking but, about. But these ourselves. are experiences that anybody yeah. who's ever been is probably well, I mean, we shared. Have to, this time is the new to, games journalism episode. To give the behind the scenes, we necessarily have to talk about things that happened to us. Because right. we don't actually know how very us. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, wait! Scooter hasn't shared his his uh... the Nomura story. <laughs> oh yes. yes, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> wait, Go let, on. Me, let me get this. This will be yeah. This will be the uh, the grand finale for this episode. E three two thousand six, I believe, because that was when they were finally talking about thirteen and versus thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Square the whole Nick, the whole Final Fantasy yeah. Blitzkrieg. Square Enix interview. I have Katase and Nomura in the interview room and. Uh, I did my, I did like, I was like, okay, I'll do half question about versus half about, you know, 13. So I talked with Katase first and he was answering a lot of questions. He's being very nice and gracious. Mm-hmm. Nomura just kind of looks like a little bit annoyed. <clears throat> and at one point <clears throat> he actually gets up and leaves. What? Yeah. In huh. the middle of Takata, he just, Nomura simply gets up and leaves without saying a word. And Katase kind of looks at what goes like, I'm very sorry for my colleague just now. And then afterwards, <laughs> like he never came back. And afterwards, I get out. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And mm-hmm. the PR person like ran off and they heard about like, yeah, apparently he just, he wanted a smoke break. He was bored. So he just went up and had <laughs> a cigarette break. I'm so I like sorry, so much and more now. I'm so sorry. He went reschedule. I'm like, that, that's okay. He wasn't the greatest interviewer at the time either. So I'm just like, um, okay, no, wow. I'm, I'm good. But it was like, wow. That was, a, yeah, it was just, a, it was an interesting way to just write there. And then I saw the difference between those two guys. Because Tassi was profusely apologizing. Yeah, tired. I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. you're not the one that got up and just left in the middle of the interview without doing but it. Nobody knows he's hot shit. And also, he probably sat through like five interviews before. Yeah. Then he'd been I'm jonesing a, the whole time. Yeah, but it's just funny that, like, if anything, like, if say I had like tried to check my 
phone in the middle of it, like I will probably be, you know, shunned for like Eviscerated, being completely yeah. <laughs> doing that to them. But then no more streams is right. like he literally just like just gets up and leaves without like saying That's anything. And, and then mostly because of a cigarette break. It's like, yeah, he felt like smoking. Well, now we know how versus 13 is coming along. Mm hmm. He gets into work, sits down, he, he, like, dr- he looks, draws a zipper. He looks slightly annoyed. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, and goes home. But no, no, he's out, he outsources the, uh, the zipper the, drawing. The, the, the clothing designs now. Like, to, oh, really? The main character's wacky asymmetrical suit was done by like Air Mace or something. Huh. Yeah. I figured he would have brought Rob Liefeld but, in on it or something. <laughs> we need more pouches and zippers. Can you make these men look like they have large breasts? <laughs> Meanwhile, kind of this is better than the. Um, th- that was, uh, you know, of course, what happened to Patrick Klepek uh, when he um, was actually interviewing Itagaki for Gaming Age. One I year. heard about it this. It was right too. after Ninja yeah. Gaiden One game, not even right after, like a long time after Ninja Gaiden One, and uh, they had given it a C minus, infamously. Right? Oh, that's right. Um, and uh, and he went in for an interview with Itagaki, and he's just like, "So, blah blah blah, tell me about your game." And Itagaki is just like stone faced, and he just turns to the translator, and he's just like you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the translator's just like, Mr. Itagaki says that because of, um, you, you know, your your publication uh, plays fast and loose with the facts that he doesn't think that you're going to uh, <laughs> print what he says accurately. And so he refuses to answer any of your questions. Wow. Wow. Not, yeah. It, it, for, so for the record, Itagaki is a cunt, is what you're saying, really. I find that like, shocking. Yeah. Not, um, not, I didn't say that. Okay. <clears throat> not that crazy. You but, just said that. I'm playing fast no, and loose with the facts here. <laughs> I find it shocking that Sharky would say that. Mm. Yeah, that's it's an insult to cunts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we probably need to wrap wrap this up because we're at a minute and or an hour and five minutes, and this <laughs> for some reason this this show keeps like getting cut off at one oh six. I don't know why. Okay. Oh, you've had to restart it a couple times. No, it just every the past few episodes, every time it goes to an past an hour or five minutes. Uh-huh. It just cuts off. I think it's because that thing is like 64k of memory, and it's probably <laughs> it not just helping. Like it's just recently updated by some tech guru. Yeah. No, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> this computer is a, <laughs> exactly. This computer is a silvery pile of poop. Anyway, uh, um, yeah. So E3, it's probably going to be fun, and also probably going to be annoying because that's how the show is. But uh, I have a feeling that we can probably do another E3 episode at E3, talking about all the old games that are announced at E3. Because right. it seems like about half of what's coming out this year is actually <laughs> stuff that came out years ago. Yeah. Yep. I was picturing like everyone with like these big bulky headphones and like the things <laughs> spinning in the background. And, like, Wouldn't that be nice? But tech. unfortunately, <laughs> no. the guy smoking cigarettes, like watching the board. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a big T-shirt that says "I'm a virgin." Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think? It stinks. Oh no. It, yeah, it you stinks. Do that. Yeah. Okay.
Hi everyone, welcome to, oh wait, sorry, this week in Retronauts, a bad opening. Hi everyone and welcome to Retronauts for the week of some damn time. It's time of E3, that's what time it is, and we're hoping to God that this podcast works out. I'm Jeremy Parrish and with me here we have special guests and fabulous one-up people alike. Go ahead and let's reintroduce ourselves. Uh, Bob Mackey, I'm Features Contributor, oneup.com. I'm Nadia Oxford. I'm a features contributor freelance. I'm JC Fletcher. I'm a contributing editor to joystick.com, and I'm a guy at Tiny Cartridge also. And that's good enough for us. Tiny Cartridge rocks, I gotta say. I love you guys. Oh, I love you too. (laughs) So while we're busy hugging, we're going to talk about classic games at E3, uh, or something along those lines. Retro-influenced games at E3. Basically the Nintendo booth. Yeah. A few other things. No, I mean every year at E3, there's, there's, uh, there are a few old games that are being presented as new, and it seems to be kind of cyclical in my opinion. There'll be, uh, you know, some years where you have a lot of these, and some years where you have very few. And I feel like this year, uh, things are kind of back on the upswing. And I don't know if that's just a sign of uh, people revisiting old ideas because they're good or just pure desperation as publishers try to figure out how to make money on things that they know work. But in any case, um, there's old stuff at this show about new things. So why don't we talk about interesting things that we've seen. JC, let's start with you. Well, okay. I uh, The most interesting old stuff related thing I've seen, I wasn't sure I was going to see much old stuff except for the requisite Nintendo stuff. Like their whole holiday lineup is Nintendo 64 games. Um, but then I visited the Ignition booth, and Shane Bettenhausen saved E3. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Oh, that's true, yeah. I just found out about this yesterday. He didn't even tell me about it. I just walked by, and there's Magical Drop 5. Which isn't technically an old game. And apparently there's a story behind its, uh, its existence. But I was talking to a PR guy over there, and he said that uh, they didn't actually know they were going to have it here until Sunday. Like, they wrote the press release for it. Uh, four days ago. That's how down to the wire it was. It did crash once. Well, <laughs> but they, it was in a very early state. And right now it's on PC. And they're saying it's going to be on consoles later. Mm-hmm. Like a downloadable type like game? a downloadable type game. I don't think you could sell Magical Drop for retail these days. No. No, probably not. But, uh, but it does seem like a good downloadable game. So what's it like? I haven't had a chance to play it yet. So it's um, classic Magical Drop, which is... Uh, gem mashing puzzle game where you pull gems down and then move them over and shoot same color gems upward uh, to match three or more. And it's split screen. Split screen, split screen for up to um, four players on oh. and offline. Oh. And then also, because Ignition and the developer, which is Studio Arcado, who did uh, Big Bang Mini and those 03 pixel games on XBL IG, because they're all crazy. <laughs> they went ahead and uh, remade an unreleased Data East puzzle game for the Neo Geo called Ghost Lop. I've heard of that. So they, they rescued that unreleased game, made that, and then made it so that one player, or, or as many players as they want, can play that simultaneously while other people are playing Magical Drop. Wait, so it's built into the game, but... Right. But you have to play Magical Drop to play Ghost Lock. Is this for that new Sony TV where like one person sees one thing and another person sees another? So each player has their own little window, like in normal puzzle games, and they you know you clear blocks and send stuff over to the other person's screen. Except 
you could be playing Ghost Lop in your little window and send blocks over to the Magical Drop player's screen at the same time. That's completely crazy. It's just they like, need to like go all out with this and also get um, oh crap, Twinkle Star sprites in there and just have like have three or four different games going with people sending crap at each other. That's a crazy idea. That's so ridiculous. It is. It. It's and it's just kind of awesome that they just decided to do this for this little downloadable game, and we would, nobody would ever play that game otherwise. They just remade it. Huh. That's the magic of downloadable games. Just you don't know what you're gonna find. I know, right? That's There's great. so much crap that comes out of it, but then occasionally <coughs> someone sends along something that's just crazy and hopefully good. Yeah. At times it seems like Ignition wants to lose money, but I bless them for it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise we, won't, we wouldn't see a lot of games. That yeah, they're kind of great. like Exceed in a way. Yeah. yeah. One of those companies that I walk to the booth and I think, oh, they they put this together for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are the other people going to do? <laughs> How nice of them. Thanks for all these El Shaddai demos, guys. Yeah, um, I need to go check that out before the show is over. I, I stopped by briefly, but I had to run and go record a video. So I hear the demo is now on Xbox Live. For uh, Magical Drop 5? Uh, for Elshadai. Oh, yeah. Elshadai. I thought we were on that. but uh, Oh, no. That's not that retro. Mm. I mean, it does have some like 2D platforming parts, but yeah. that's not necessarily retro. Not retro We'll still make those occasionally. Um, actually, the, the thing that I've enjoyed most in terms of old stuff has been the history of games Oh museum. god, I spent hours in there. It was ridiculous. And, uh, I, I just checked it out briefly yesterday because, you know, I was busy, but I did kind of stop by for about 15 minutes and just sort of browse things. I was disappointed that the arcade cabinet section does not, doesn't have uh, Pengo yeah. because uh, back in the days of Kentia Hall in the old E3s where they had uh, like an arcade museum uh, history sort of thing, they always had a bunch of arcade consoles set up and I would always play Donkey Kong 3 and Pingo because I feel like they're underappreciated gems of, of the olden days. They don't have any either of those this year. But they did have a band called Descendants of Erdrick. I love that name. <laughs> which I had never heard of. They're from Austin, Texas. Are they? Wow, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd never heard of Descendants of Erdrick before. Um, and I, you know, I try to keep up with these kind of classic cover bands. There's but, a lot of them uh, springing up. I, I really enjoyed them. They're, they're, they're pretty crazy. Like, um, well, for, for one thing, I appreciated the fact that they played a Castlevania arrangement and didn't go necessarily with the obvious choices. Yeah. So no like, Bloody Tears? They did kind of touch on Bloody Tears, but they saved like Bloody Tears and Vampire Killer for the end. Oh, yeah. And they okay. started out with uh, some of the like the later, uh, I think Iron Blue Intention and mm. some of the the, the later uh, of Castlevania music. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're, they're an interesting little band because there's like one girl who just stands there playing like electric flute or something. I don't know exactly how that goes. It doesn't sound like a flute. And she's rocking out with guys on guitars and bass, and she's got a flute. I don't know. But it's not Jethro Tull either, so... <laughs> well, nothing I, is. Yeah. That's true. Not even Jethro Tull anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed browsing the classic museum while listening to that. And apparently, I stopped by, like, based on Twitter timestamps, I stopped there just, like, two or three minutes too late to see Yuji Naka checking out the Master System section, which, oh, wow. which Ray Barthold Did got a picture of. a single tear, like, crawling down <laughs> his face. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. It was probably like, why do they put all these grids on everything? Mm. <laughs> I played um, Donkey Kong on the ColecoVision, which was my very first video game. That was the one where my parents, I think they bought it in a back alley, a ColecoVision and Donkey Kong after a hockey game. They just came home from a Maple Leafs day, uh, game one day and they had Donkey Kong and a ColecoVision. So I was playing that and I'm like, ah, just kind of <laughs> <laughs> reminiscing as I played. Yeah, I died. Was, 
I think that was actually the first video game I ever owned. My family actually owned. We bought a ColecoVision and a Coleco Atom on clearance after the video game industry crashed. And, <laughs> you know, Donkey Kong, the, the Atom had to have a ColecoVision in order to run. Yeah. Like, that was actually, it was just like this like big post-parasite kind of uh, situation. It was, it was an expansion module. So it was this yeah. giant, clunky PC shell that wrapped around the ColecoVision. And the ColecoVision is what powered it. Hmm. It's, it's a very so printer also. Yeah, it had yeah. a Daisy Wheel printer that was really slow and really loud. <laughs> it had a tape drive. It was... Did it run on kerosene? <laughs> no, unfortunately. Uh, you had a little hand crank. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little Keep hamster. It was a little safer. Yeah. That was the best version of Dragon's Lair ever committed to tape. I never played Dragon's Lair. I, I, I had like a hard time getting like... software for it because the industry had crashed and everyone had cleared out their video game software. And on top of that, the, the Atom was not a very popular system to begin with so I had to do mail order and that, that was back in the days when mail order took like six to eight weeks for something to come and it was expensive for a kid on you know like a, an allowance so I had to buy very judicious, judiciously but um, Donkey Kong was the pack-in for ColecoVision so that was what I played a lot of I played a bit of uh, I had some time to kill before an appointment so I was playing a bit of Sonic 2 on the show floor mm-hmm. like old Sonic 2 and people were gathering around, around to watch me and I was thinking, are these unfrozen cavemen E3 attendants? Because why are you watching me play this 20-year-old game? What's so fascinating? There's, there's something magnetic about it really old is. video games, especially in a context like this where everything's so loud and explosive. And then you see something that is you know, comfortable and familiar that you mm. remember. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to stop and, and admire it. You I don't guess, even necessarily yeah. want to play it yourself. Just seeing that it's there and, and running. It's like a, at the, I was at the Nintendo booth today. They start up the Dragon Quest theme. I'm like... Where's that coming from? That is magical. Oh my god. They, they might have thought you were playing uh, Sonic Generations, and Sonic Generations was really good. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, this looks exactly like the old game. That's crazy. How'd they do that? <laughs> but actually, I haven't really played Sonic Generation. Um, we played I, it. I, I know there's like the gimmick is it's like Mega Man of two worlds kind of thing, like there's old Sonic and new Sonic, but. Can you play as old Sonic in the new game, or is old Sonic strictly in? It's pretty. Like, as far as I know, like it's a pretty. Two point five remake. Yeah, they're penned into they're their segregated. perspective. Yeah. That's oh, unfortunate. No. Yeah. Okay. I as far play, as I know, I could be wrong. I want to play a smirky hip hop, hip hop, Sonic in the classic games and oh, chubby awesome. Sonic in uh, Sonic Adventure <laughs> or something. Hip hop Sonic. Yeah, we were at Sonic Boom yesterday. Um, that was the anniversary party, right? Yeah, it was actually okay. a lot of fun. They had Crush Forty live. Is that the band who did um, the Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 songs? Yes. Okay. So, still kicking around? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're my guilty oh. shame. So that was actually <laughs> quite a lot of fun. It's like, oh, my God, they're playing Live and Learn Live. This is so awesome. I don't even know what that is. If you heard it. You probably you recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of Pearl Jammy. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of ignored Mm. Well, they did a, a that was a retro. I didn't really do. They did a remix of uh, Sonic Boom too. They did their own version of that. That was kind of interesting. All right. <laughs> See, that's what you put on when you want to it. disperse a party. Yeah. Yeah. Go <laughs> home now. Get the hell out. Well, we're starting with Sonic Boom. Five, four, three. Pearl Jammy sounds like a Sonic character. <laughs> Jammy oh, the don't, Okay, don't give them any ideas. It's actually an oyster that, that rolls really fast, <laughs> yeah. but it can only go in downhill levels. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, you have to wait several years for the pearl to form. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it plays out in real time. Go make a sandwich. <laughs> Mini sandwiches. Grow, grow your own cow. Yeah. Butcher it for the roast beef. Grow some wheat. Harvest it. Set up a farm. Oh, and finally, the game is... I can move to the hey, next level. Hey, get your sandwich artist degree. 
four years. <laughs> you have to go to university to work at Subway, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. MBA of, of sandwiches. It's an expensive, expensive program. BFA. BFA, yeah. BFA sandwich. Um, so what was the Sonic anniversary party like? I mean, I'm, I, I thought about going, but then uh, yesterday when I was getting lunch, I passed by the Nokia theater or whatever, and I saw that about a dozen people wearing Sonic yeah, hats had lined up. Yeah. They'd lined up already like eight hours before the party, and I said... You know, I don't. I don't think I actually need to go to this. this well, uh, I was in the VIP section, uh, free drinks, so I kind of got buzzed and like you know. Were they all blue? Oh God, were they ever blue? And they tasted yeah. blue. Wait, they, Nadia, they, um, yes, did, you get, did people pick up the hats at the party? Yes. Okay. The part uh, there's a hats and t-shirts. Okay, great. And buttons. Um, yeah, so they had a drink called Sonic Rocks. It was uh, kind of gross, but whatever. It had alcohol. Um, interesting thing, they had a live Twitter feed, like, you know, uh, in a big screen, you know, tweet for the Sonic party, and that kind of went bad really fast, and they had to take it offline because people were tweeting, like, fuck Robotnik, that fucking hater, and um, Sonic Boom smells like penis. <laughs> Don't they know that Sonic fans are deviants inherently? God, yeah, apparently. I mean, I like, I these are people who want to see Sonic have sex with Tails, who is a four-year-old. <laughs> Well, the very That's last cool. tweet before they just kind of, they, they pleaded, please guys, keep it clean, keep it clean. And that made it worse. <laughs> uh, the last one that I saw was, oh, first of all, there was something about uh, Sonic took Robotnik behind the Staples Center, beat the shit out of him, and, and smoked a joint. And then the last one, I think, when they finally gave up, was one that just said nipples. And that was it. <laughs> it was nipples the hedgehog. That's Sonic's sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, do we, uh, do we kidnas have nipples? Yes, they're mammals. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, they're monotremes. They're oh, chaos oh, nipples. You're right. Chaos nipples. <laughs> chaos. Okay. Seven nope. chaos nipples. Let's move on. <laughs> but but nipples. <laughs> that just shut the whole party down. No talk of nipples. Maybe that's a special kind of chow, the nipple chow. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds like a really terrible breakfast cereal. Oh god. <laughs> so so besides uh, old music uh, and blue drinks and. Obscene Twitters. Was there anything interesting at Sonic? Uh, they did. did they, um, they have announced anything? Uh, not much in the way of uh, like in games or stuff like that. No, like David and I were waiting for like, oh, uh, they're going to announce episode two, and they kind of like teased it for a second, and then they're like, haha, no. Um, they did a, a musical, a live pre presentation. Apparently, there was some sort of Sonic Four contest that I didn't know about, where fans like put on some show and YouTubed it and won some contest. I don't know, and they did that live. It was actually kind of cute, I have to admit. Hmm. Um, and then they did a costume contest. That's where I went to go get another drink. Um, <laughs> overall, it was just a... Did, it, did, the, did the winner have like a working hatch in the back of his costume? <laughs> <laughs> the, the tails hatch? <laughs> you know, I saw people with tails flipped to the back of their pants just walking around E3. I think those are just furries. <laughs> okay. Well, they had to be there. I was wondering if there was any Maybe they were just that. really excited about Mario, uh, Super oh, Mario 3D. Yeah. The the non-functioning Tanuki suit. I do yeah. want to talk about that. That was my problem, but All right. can, I guess... Yes, I, I still think I still think that Super Mario Galaxy 3D, or Super Mario 3D, is, is a fantastic game. Like, mm. It's yeah. the most fun I had at the show. It, it had The demo has four parts. And uh, I went back to the kiosk four times to play each of the parts just to like experience the fullness. Nice. And then they showed off some other stuff at the uh, the developer, the Nintendo Developer Roundtable. Were you there, JC? I was. Yeah, like that stuff. I wish they had been on the floor because people would be even more impressed by the game. I would rather. I mean, I would honestly rather have played that Zelda level they showed. Oh man, that was amazing. It was so crazy. Like that's that's why um, when we did voting for best of E3, I, I said Super Mario 3D needs to be 
under the most innovative category because it's the first time I've ever seen a platformer or just about any kind of game really that makes genuine use of 3D. Like playing a platformer from a top-down perspective seems like madness, but you know, you, if you can actually judge the depth of perception or the depth and the perspective of things, I feel like it has a lot of potential to be a really good experience. So can you describe that level for the couple of people who didn't I'll let go to the you describe it, actually. Well, so they said it was in honor of the Zelda 25th anniversary. They made essentially a Zelda 1 style dungeon in the Mario 3D engine and like in the Mario 3D game and they uh, the camera is stuck at full top yeah, it's, down. It's totally just top like down. Zelda. Mm. And it's a Mario level where you walk around and jump over traps wow. and enemies and, and like Mar uh, you can tell, I mean, they use the 3D effects because uh, Mar when Mario jumps, he jumps out towards the player, oh, that's and that's cool. how you can tell. Right. That's, that's the idea. And there, there's some really clever little nods to the Zelda games. Like, there's one room you, you go in, and the doors close, and you're given a fire flower, and there are torches in each of the oh, corners. Oh, nice. And you have to light the torches, and then you go, do 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 the door that's opens. Fantastic. That's awesome. But at the same time, it's also very much a Mario kind of game, despite the, the structure of the level and the way it's broken into these rooms. Like, each room has different Mario-style traps, and there's one room that has, uh, you know, like, platforms that kind of rotate around each other, yeah. and they'll, they'll push you off and knock you into a pit if you don't jump out of the way. But seeing it from the top down, it's like a it's a totally different experience. Mm. What if you have the 3D turned off, though? Because I know not everyone plays with it on. I'm, I'm sure you can still play it, but I feel it's like harder. this is... Yeah, it I feel like, be, yeah. like we, we saw it on a, a big screen, so we didn't have 3D, yeah. but... I mean, it's it's really easy to just put two and two together to say this is what I know of having used a 3DS, and this is what I know looking at this game and how it works. And uh, you know, you can visualize in your head how much easier it would be to play this in 3D. That's my main issue with Mario 3D in general is it's the first 3DS game that they try to make the 3D really part of the gameplay so that you can't really judge the you know there are blocks floating in the air at all, all kinds of angles, and you can't really, really tell unless you have the 3D turned on, and I can't see 3D. Uh, so oh. I'm just going to pretend it's a challenge mode. <laughs> just pretend you're playing oh, Landstalker. Right. Oh, God. Uh, Don't talk about uh, Isometric jumps <laughs> over pits? Okay. I'm playing Mario 3D Blast is what I'm playing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I can see. I mean, I have trouble with 3D, too, but I can still see... 3ds 3d it just kind of hurts my head after a while yeah exactly um, but you know doing it for a level of time i can i can handle that and not every level that i played certainly required that kind yeah. of you know did, they didn't all require the 3d to be on it's just occasionally you come across things and they're so much better with the 3d on hmm. and uh something i like about super mario 3d is that it really feels like it feels like a different Mario game. Like, the way it plays doesn't quite feel like any other Mario game I've yeah. played. But at the same time, it feels like it's a patchwork of all these other influences from previous Mario games. Uh, all the way down to the fact that at the end of every single level, there's a staircase. It doesn't yeah. matter if it makes sense in the context of a level. They've it's built a staircase at the end of the level. There's also Boom Boom. I have to say, I was happy to see Boom 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 worked really well in 3D. He did. And they showed, uh, they showed a level at the round table where... You fight boom boom on uh, these like conveyor belts. Oh wow! So uh, the one in the, the demo is pretty easy, the playable demo. But this looked like really really challenging. Is yeah. this uh, made by the Mario Galaxy team? It is. I trust them. Yes, yeah. so do I. Um, but it's 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 interesting because even though it's a 3D Mario, it uh, all the levels are timed. 
which I don't think I, has ever been the case in a 3D Mario before. No, it hasn't. That's no. that's new. I was I mean, wondering about that because I so so you know the the levels uh, have very constrained camera uh, angles. So you'll go into some parts and it'll open up into more of a 3D roaming experience, and then you'll come into another section of the level and the camera will switch and maybe make it more of a 2D type thing. So it's a lot of little set pieces. I mean, I feel like it kind of takes the philosophy of Mario Galaxy where everything is broken into the individual planets. Yeah. And instead of, you know, discreetly placing those as separate planets or whatever, it's all a contiguous level, but the level, you know, the camera itself and the, the, just the design and flow of the level kind of guide you and push you in certain, just play certain styles. So despite being a 3D Mario, it still has a lot of the sensibility of a 2D Mario. And uh, I, I really like it. I, I think it. I think it works really well. And I'm, you know, provided the entire game plays as well as what we've seen and what we've played. Yeah, well, I played all the levels fantastic. in the demo and really enjoyed them all. So I think hopefully that's a sign of consistent uh, quality to come. Yeah, I was never a fan of uh, the new Super Mario Brothers series at all. It just rubbed me the wrong way, but uh, from what Jeremy was telling me, it sounds like this one is going to be the, uh, I guess, Mario spinoff, or whatever you want to call it, that will get me interested. Have yeah. you uh, have you played new Super Mario Brothers Wii? I have. And uh, I, I can see being disenfranchised with the DS one, because yeah. it was kind of... Meh. Boring. But I, I thought, the, I thought the, the Wii one was really, really good. You know, I bought it first day, and I don't know, it just... Something about the way it looked and the way it felt. And whenever I tried to play it with people, we just ended up hating each other. <laughs> and not even <laughs> well, in a fun way. Not even oh. in a fun way. We just like, it was just like, we had, we had a better argument or something. you play with people you already didn't like? That no, no. Oh no. God, that'll make things very bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> never never ever play with Scott Sharkey. Mm. Because he, oh my God. That, that man like, I remember we were doing game night with uh, with the game before it came out, mm -hmm. and I was narrating how to play it, and so I would be a little bit distracted while I was playing, and he would take every opportunity to push me into pits. That sounds like Scott Shark. <laughs> yeah, or just like yeah. destroy me in some way, like knock me into monsters. <laughs> so, so annoying, but... Um, would he laugh evilly as he did it? No, he or just kind of smirk. Yeah. <laughs> to him, it, it does. he doesn't even derive pleasure from it anymore. It's just <laughs> a natural an function. integral part of his being. Yeah. Just instinctual. So I don't know. Did you see any other old stuff that uh, caught your eye? I mean, there there were the uh, the Sony HD collections. Um, I don't know. I, I know Metal Gear is showing Peace Walker in HD. I don't know if it's just showing any of the other older ones. I saw well, I saw Metal Gear 3D. I didn't see any of the HD collections. Okay. And right now, that's it's Metal Gear Solid 3 with the worst frame rate. Mm, yeah. So it's really bad. It's yeah. And I, I I think maybe because I've played so much Peace Walker, I'm used to having. The wider field division uh, for a portable Metal Gear, and going back to the uh, to the smaller ratio, the screen ratio of the 3DS, I feel like I'm wearing blinders. That that tightly controlled demo they did last year, that you just walked around in the jungle, was beautiful. Yeah, like, it, was it looked really amazing. And then the actual game this year is really rough. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels that way because I, you know, that was one of the first things I wanted to play, and when I played it, I was just like. This isn't fun at all. Even the cutscenes are just super choppy. Yeah. Well, the fact that they announced the uh, HD collection made me completely forget and not care about the uh, 3DS version of Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, I would like for the 3DS version to be really good, but yeah, I mean, if, if those HD collections end up being compatible with Vita, it's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of it for the 3DS version. I'm just happy to have an excuse to play through that game again because it, it is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an amazing game, but 
this version of it so far isn't very good. They have mm. like another six months before it's due out, but uh, I don't know if they'll be able to optimize it to the point that it's playable. I don't know if they're. Uh, well, I don't know if they'll release it like that or they'll just delay it. It is Kojima. Yeah, but I don't know if it's being developed internally. I'm guessing probably not. They probably have someone else working on it. Like the HD collections. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, like after transferring turned out to be uh, a non-starter, a completely pointless, why does this even exist? He may be so busy cutting his wrists that he doesn't care. <laughs> it's less of a cloud, more of like a hot air balloon tethered to the ground. Do you realize that there, at the same time, there are three different kinds of HD versions of PSP games? Oh yeah, God of War. There's the God. Uh, there's like them. retail remakes or like up updates, like God of War. Yeah. And then there's uh, the actual PSP remasters program, like series, which is supposed to be that for more than just one game. Mm -hmm. And then there's also Transparent. What? <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of typical of Sony, though. They they're very fragmented, and they have trouble figuring out exactly what they're doing. Here is PS Vita, but here is Xperia Play. And also yeah. here is a tablet that is kind of Xperia Play-ish. These are the platforms that we are launching for people who like to play games on the go. They're all different. Of course, Nintendo's kind of doing the same thing by giving you a controller that has a yeah. screen well, in it. But, but they're probably going to you, limit that. You can't take that out of your house. They're very clear so far that you can. that is not a portable system. If you take that out of your house, it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the holodeck version of the iPad. <laughs> I like uh, that analogy. That's great. <laughs> did you play, uh, Jeremy, did you play the, any of the Team uh, Eco HD stuff? I didn't play, but uh, I sat and watched someone play Shadow of the Colossus for a while. I would have liked to see that. I didn't get around to seeing I it. I mean, people tell me that it looks a lot better than Shadow of the Colossus. To me, I think it just looks like they took the original game assets, textures, polygon models, everything. Just they're running them in 1080p and uh, with a really good frame rate. That's that's the important thing. Yeah. I don't care if they make it prettier. I just want it to run at a stable frame rate. Yeah. The game was already very pretty. Yeah, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous game. Still is. Yeah, so uh, that's something I'm looking forward to because I've played Eco, but I've never actually played Shadow of the Colossus for whatever reason. So I played it. I was very bad at it. it. <laughs> well, maybe you'll be better now that it's in high definition. Because HD makes everything better. Of course, of course, it's magic. Uh, I just wanted to say, though, uh, that I don't know if it counts as a retro game, but I want to say that I'm very happy they're continuing with Luigi's Mansion. Um, it's 10 years old now, so I yeah, guess that's kind of retro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, Welcome Lord. To old town. No, I, I played that, the DS demo, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, it's a game where you just take a vacuum and suck up piles of money. There's just something about that. Yeah, that... that's what I played immediately before this podcast, actually. Oh, really? I finally kind of did the rounds at Nintendo and played stuff that I hadn't had a chance to play yet. Our own... Mike Nelson was saying that it was a very good use of the 3D because there, um, it's not a very fast-paced game. No, it's not. And uh, we can talk about Cave Story 3D, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, just like Cave Story 3D, it's kind of like you're looking into a diorama. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best use of the 3D I've seen so far, that sort of perspective. Oh, did games. you guys play Cave Story 3D? With... Yeah, we did, yeah. Oh, it, was a, it was an off-the-floor demo. Oh, how was it? How was it? Please tell um, me. It's, it's hard to say. Like, it's as bad as big... everyone's complaining. No, 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 it's okay, not that bad. Good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a big part of the appeal of Cave Story was the retro charm. Yeah, the retro pixel. It was deliberately graphics. a throwback. And, of, of course, that goes away. Um, and, you know, the, the, the backgrounds are pretty complex now, detailed. Like, they're the same geometry for the most part. But um, 
you know, it, it can be a little hard to tell exactly where you're supposed to be jumping. Right. But everything feels the same. Like yeah. the, the jump physics are the same. The weapons are the same. The power-ups are the same. Uh, they're, they're adding a little bit of new content, but... Um, like, it's still a cave story, and... The remixes, the music sounds, uh, some of it sounds really nice. Yeah, yeah, the remixes sound really good from what I can hear. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, like, I don't have a problem with a different take on cave story. It's not like the original version will cease to exist. In fact, you can get the DSi version for a 3DS now, because the eShop is finally yeah. functional. and that's a good version of the game. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, it's a really solid rendition of cave story, and... You know, if, you, if you don't like the 3D one, you can always download the... the yeah, exactly. I hope this gives Pixel enough money to actually make a new game. Yeah. Because it's, it's, been, it's been long enough, buddy. It's time. I think he told me at uh, GDC that he's made Cave Story like five times now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So, he's probably looking forward something. to doing something different, yeah. But yeah, I did, I did enjoy Cave Story and... Um, um, Luigi's Mansion, though, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree about the... Um, the good use of 3D, because the thing about Luigi's Mansion is that uh, it's also very heavily uh, focused on the gyro sensor. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, like when Luigi is standing around, uh, you use the gyro sensor to tilt mm. his, uh, his aim, so he aims up and down with the vacuum. And I guess technically moving up and down doesn't affect the 3D view, but it's hard to, it it's hard to make that can. kind of motion yeah. Yeah. and not drift a little bit side to side. So hmm. I do feel those, those conflict somewhat, but it's the first time that I've actually used the gyro sensor and not hated it. So oh, okay. yeah. to me, that's actually more of a landmark than uh, looking pretty in 3D. Hmm. Uh, how about, uh, we still have time? Gotta wrap it okay, up. Okay, Zelda 25th, or we... Oh yeah, that's right. There oh, was yeah. that. Um, oh yeah, that thing. Uh, so what did that entail? Uh, Surprise launch of Link's Awakening. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, Free download Free four swords, which is maybe would, the best thing. My question is. I would be is, curious to know if that's the GBA version, the GameCube version, or something entirely new. Yeah, and if it is the GameCube version, it's not going to be interfacing with your TV in any way. Probably Almost, not. Yeah. I'm guessing it's probably more like the GBA version, but reworked. Hmm. Uh, I would like for it to be like the GameCube version um, in terms of art style and content because yeah. I thought that yeah. was a really great game. It, it seems weird that they just announced a system that has a little mini screen so you can see stuff separate from the TV, and they announced a new version of Four Swords, but they're not the same thing at all. Yeah, Nintendo is kind of weird about things. I don't know. Like You would have thought that a Four Swords style game would have come out a long time ago. But mm. it didn't. The, yeah. the DS has been around begging for Four Swords for almost Ever. seven years now. Yeah. And everyone and has a DS. Everyone has a Wii, pretty yeah. much. And it seems like such an easy thing to yeah. do. Um, but yeah, they're bizarre. And you know, they're bringing back Pac-Man Versus, except it's being called Chase Me. It's Chase Me. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, as that. soon as I saw it, it I was like, oh, oh they, just, they just repurposed... Pac-Man versus like that concept and made it in 3D with me. Seeing that as a big announcement at E3 is a little bit of a strange deja vu. Thing. Yeah, I was like, ah, 2003 all over again. <laughs> Except they actually had some cool stuff to back it up, so it wasn't like if Chase Me had been, you know, the sum total of their their press conference. Like, right. this is our great idea. I wish I had been sitting near the IGN guys when they had, when they showed Chase Me. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I don't think they're all working at IGN anymore. Um, see, Pear is, but I'm not sure about everyone else. They weren't all sitting together. So. The Chase Me demo, to be honest, reminded me more of Mario Kart, the battle, for some reason. Just, 
I was having flashbacks. Well, I think because of the perspective, but I mean, yeah. the game mechanics are Pac-Man versus. Yeah, there's a lot of fun. Anyway, we need to uh, wrap this up so we oh. can all get on to do our things, and also because we're also almost out of recording time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, so, yeah, just to wrap it up, your favorite old thing. Oh, my favorite old thing? Uh, I guess... Cave Story so far? Right. Yeah. Uh, so far, I'd say Mario 3D. Uh, also, the Video Game Museum. That was pretty awesome. Uh, either Magical Drop or Fortune Street, which I didn't talk about. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and as for myself, um, I'm just going to make something up and say Rhythm Heaven, which isn't actually old, but it harkens back to the GBA version that never came to the U.S. And that's awesome. Everyone play it. Yes, please. I cheated. Okay. Play Rhythm Heaven. Yes. Buy it. Give it money, make more come, or more good things like it, etc. Mm-hmm. Anyway, JC, Nadia, Bob, thanks for taking a few minutes out of E3 to talk. No problem. No problem. And um, I hope to God that this works out. <laughs> Me recorded too. well. If not, we had a nice conversation between ourselves. Yeah. If so, then we can do this again next year. Yeah.